0: night is everybody ready for a Friday night I am because the weekend is on the other side of this broadcast and uh, it's going to be a pretty eventful one for me we are it's it's moving day The, the bigger one like now we sleep in a different place first time since 2014 and that feels uh that's pretty exciting so i am just i got a bunch of things for us tonight that is going to be some good stuff from earlier in the week some headlines some fun things to do uh matt is here i think matt will enjoy some of the things i have lined up matt how you feeling well what happened now this damn thing again hold on
1: Oh God! They caught my real voice. Speaking Hello, to
0: Francis. Jeez, what's going on with that microphone? Another thing.
1: Another thing. There's. It's. They heard my real voice again. Hello?
0: It's always something, man. Um. Well. Matt and I are here. It is a Friday night. We'll be taking calls and all that other stuff, but plenty to do in the meantime. I want to encourage you all to go to quitefrankly.tv if you're not all, already there watching it because that is the best place to watch it because then there's uh, there's so much more that happens right afterwards. Nonstop fun. Quite quitefrankly.tv on the affiliates page. Go and say hello to all of our wonderful affiliates and friends and sponsors over the weekend, including chief among them, Blue Monster Prep. Keep prepping. Keep researching. Keep learning. You get all those, all those needs satisfied on BlueMonsterprep.com. So go check them out. Enjoy your weekend knowing that you did a little something to secure your future. In very physical ways, because physical is what it all, all matters these days. Physical gold, not paper stock, not stock certificates. You just need something on hand, and that's what this is all about. So, all right, I have a little bit of what else we're we going to do on the end of... It's is, Are we going into the, the grab bag already, was, or was there something else I had to tell you? Oh, there's plenty of things I have to say. Let's just jump right into the grab bag, though. Number one, we have a little bit more out of Maui. Top emergency official is out after failing to sound sirens... As fires approach, his name is Herman Andaya, who will probably, uh, he will just happen to be the mayor of the next town that is flattened by one thing or another. You watch, say, like, oh, well, isn't that the guy who failed to sound the alarm over there in Maui? Now he's the mayor of some other uh, damned location. They defended, he had defended, this is uh, administrator of Maui's emergency management agency, had defended his decision not to use the sirens. You know, there's something else here, aside from all the very strange things, people dropping the ball and shirking their responsibilities and what are clear signs of negligence, which is always just going to be creating situations in which there's going to just, I mean, tragedies are bound to happen. And then you can accelerate some things. You could, and then everything else is just media and how. And, and then again, who is going to rebuild?
1: All oh, those the people are. They just didn't they just get seven hundred dollars to help out? Oh, they did. Yeah, I wow. the Biden administration gave them seven hundred
0: dollars, so they'll be all right. They'll be back on their feet in a couple of weeks. I didn't know that he did something so generous, like that. That's like, the, that's like the $700 he shaved off of all the Georgia voters who voted for him because uh, they, they thought that they were going to get more COVID money. They got <laughs> a ridiculous amount less. They're like, I am feel gypped. So, no, no. The real, the real thing is that you have no uh, conscience, that you actually sold your vote. Your, you sold your consent for less than $2,000. That was the real tragedy. Over there in Georgia, the idiots who went there and, and took the bribe. Anyway, anyway, there's still some people and actually many people on the ground in Maui say that there is over a thousand missing and that the official death toll is at least hundreds suppressed by hundreds. And and all, and all the media reporting we get, obviously, everybody's glossing over the whole story about children being kept home that day while parents worked how many children were trapped at home with nobody there and and got hurt or killed who knows it's just it's terrible but um it's already starting to die down in the in the the corporate media this only is going to have another week or so at at max of just even limited updates and reporting so that's why you got to just pay attention to the people who are out there because that continues to be the hotbed for theories and group investigations, open source investigations, testimony, video, a, a raw video. It's, it's, that's where all the real moving and shaking is. But, of course, you need to bring your discernment. And you, uh, you can't just take one thing you see as the be-all, end-all. Anyway, the, I'd rather have that than the media reporting on it, to be honest. I'd rather have that. The responsibility. All right, what's another thing that we have over here? Uh, Matt, let me know what you think about this, and everybody at home, you have a voice in this matter, and you can call in on this subject tonight, so write it down, write it down, here's the headline from New York Post, my boyfriend constantly fart shames me, says I should act like a lady, yeah, uh, yeah. Lo- I'm, yeah I'm with you, I'm sorry, yeah, love stinks, and this romance is getting off to a bad fart, oh, how pathetic, for cutting the cheese whenever she pleases, a woman's years-long relationship with her uh, live-in lover is now on the brink of disaster. However, the gassy gal feels her pension for letting one rip shouldn't be the issue that rips them apart. And the online masses are split on whether or not to take her side. She says, I, a 24-year-old female, have been with my partner, a 30-year-old male, for almost two years. And we just moved in together about four months ago, wrote the anonymous tutor. Am I an a-hole? <laughs> Her burning question was has ignited a big stink in a now viral thread, which has racked up thousands of comments in less than 24 hours. Lately, he's been getting really frustrated with me because he says I fart too much at home, and it really disgusts him. It's disgusting.
1: Yeah, it is. Just get up and leave.
0: You know, it, it it's one thing if, you know, if the people, they just don't get it. And maybe this is because of more girl power feminism programming that everybody's just the same. But there is a lot that's getting lost here. You have to keep you have to keep, if you're going to if you are living with somebody, if you're married to somebody, you have got to work on yourself just for the the sake of wanting to stay sexy for the uh, other person. Yeah. There's got to be something there. You know, and that's why four months if they've been dating for 2 years, I'm sure he's heard her fart before. But if you're living with the person, I guess this last four months has been an eye-opener. He should get the hell out if you ask me. I, it really, the fact that she brought this this uh, subject to the Internet is another thing there, too. But what do you guys and gals say out there? Dump or date? Would you keep dating this person if they continue to, to fart like they're just some... Like, I don't know. I never did
1: that. Like, you know, they say it's like a guy thing. You fart and don't roll the windows down. Like, I've never, never. done that. I've never been like, oh, like, oh yeah. yeah. I was never into that. Like, I thought farts, they're nasty. And yep. there's something that should be done in private. Yep.
0: I, I, I've never farted in somebody's presence to show off that I'm <laughs> farting or to just let it go. Yeah. I've, I've just never done it. And I, and I actually I can't stand people who do. Oh, I, at least I should, I should say I can't stand what it's done because Anthony does it. <laughs> Anthony say. does it, and, I, and it's 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 a, it's fucking gross. It's <laughs> fucking it gross, you know. It's it's just it's horrendous. Not even like it, it, it smells. The fact that you just you think it, you and you giggle after what the hell, are you, <laughs> you know. It's so I, this is just this. This pisses me off. And she would be gone. It would be. It wouldn't go on. We could be friends, but I, I can't have the woman I'm living with, with be on the uh, the same level as a, a, a beer belching college roommate, because that's exactly the level of respect that people have for each other in college. This is you got to keep something together. You have to. Just don't. Just just eat right. Work out every day. Just make an attempt to stay in shape and don't fucking fart. Yeah. Don't leave skid mark, uh, underwear, all over. things like that. Just, just be courteous.
1: Well, if you're leaving skid mark, underwear, you got other problems.
0: I don't know, man.
1: Besides farting,
0: you just don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're fart, you just never know what they're pushing out. So dump or date, you get you get to call in on that too. Um... Here's one for you, Matt. Ready? Mystery. The mystery deepens as U.S. Air Force reveals 11 of 17 service members who have died at Tinker Air Force Base since January passed away to natural causes. So old age?
2: You sure about that? That's why? You sure it wasn't because after the thing that happened?
1: You sure (laughs) about that? That's a great one. (laughs) So they're old. They're older men. They're seventy, late seventies, eighties. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> uh, that's
1: natural causes, right? I mean, like a forty-year-old dying of natural causes. Like,
0: I don't know if it's if it's a natural cause. Let's see here. They revealed eleven of seventeen deaths on on an Oklahoma air base this year were from natural causes, but six remained under investigation. Tinker Air Force Base has found itself in the spotlight since Military.com confirmed. There have been 17 deaths on the base this year, where more than 30,000 service members, government employees, contractors, and civilians work. Most of the 17 who died were civilians, said Colonel Abigail Ruchetta, the 72nd Air Base Wing Commander. So, so, what's, uh, so what's the deal? 11 of the lost, uniformed, and civilian airmen died as a result of natural causes or accidents. The six remaining losses are a result of other causes, some of which remain under investigation. <laughs> they accidentally get the vaccine? They, they could have accidentally... I wonder
1: if they're going to change, like, the uh, definition of what they can put natural causes under now. Uh, well... Like, you know, like a 23-year-old has a massive heart attack. It's like a natural cause. Well, they,
0: they've been trying to get everybody to think that things like, uh, you know, eight-year-olds having strokes and heart attacks is possible and totally normal. Uh, that's That that apparently is totally normal. That, that That's the kind of massaging we've been getting over the last few years. So I'd have to imagine that natural causes will also expand... Especially since, you know, the system has to protect itself. It's not just about liability. It's just about pride. That's the bigger thing there. Um, but here, listen to this. You might have heard of this. I don't know. I saw it getting around today. Um, I think Jay Dyer put out something on it. It came from InfoWars and he works there. Let's see, Biden administration preparing. This is what the it, exclusive from InfoWars today. Full COVID restrictions coming back. Roll out to begin mid-September. That's what they say. That
1: sounds about right. That's the time they did it in uh, 2020, right? About a year before the election or so, right? The, the election's in like a year and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's... Well, that was like six or eight months. To... Oh,
1: it was. Yeah. Okay. It yeah. It was the same before. year. Okay.
0: But they have a lot of things lined up for 2024. This would... I, you have to imagine. We've got air quality lockdowns <sighs> because of fires. Yeah. yeah. We've got something, something like this has to come back. Nobody's getting boosters anymore. There's got to be something that calls them back. Here, listen to this. Whistleblowers from the TSA and Border Patrol have raised the alarm to Infowars that the Biden administration is setting the stages for full COVID lockdowns that will begin with the incremental restrictions like masking, uh, TSA, employees, uh, masking TSA employees in mid-September. Uh, the first source, a high-level TSA official confirmed and known to Infowars, Reached out to Infowars and cited a Tuesday meeting in which TSA managers were told new memorandums and policies were being completed that would re-implement masking, starting with TSA and airport employees as early as mid-September. Because it's now, such an emergency, we need to wait, right? Well, I mean, we'll see. They, they said because the when I read that first, I say, okay, well, uh, it's silly, but perhaps it's you're just talking about air travel, we're getting close to cold and flu season. You know, maybe they just want to make sure that in, these, in these, these central hubs where millions of people are getting into planes and taking themselves and their germs all over the country and the world, that they're taking a little more precaution. Even though the precautions are symbolic and ridiculous, still, there could be that. But over here, the TSA official also said next week that they will receive new guidelines on how the policy will escalate by mid-October, mask wearing will be required by pilots, flight staff, passengers, and airport patrons. They're coming. Do you see that? You see this ebb and flow? They they loosen, they tighten, and every time they loosen again, it was a lot tighter than it was the first time. Uh, let's see here. The, the uh, after hearing from the TSA manager, InfoWars reached out to the trusted Border Patrol source who also is uh, is also a manager the source confirmed the same directives were being given to border patrol they were told it was not a matter of if but when official covid numbers will go back up and they expect by mid october a return to force masking policies that the biden administration previously only reluctantly ended after massive pressure oh god it's going to be such hell living here if they do this again I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll refuse, I'll, I'll refuse, I'll become a hermit if I'm not allowed to go anywhere. Fine, <sighs> but I'm not going in anywhere with that shit on again. Um, I, I, it, it, it's, but it is going to be hell living around these, these nutcases who will gladly put it back on, gladly. <laughs> if that happens, I, I hope it's wrong. I hope it's wrong. And perhaps if it's right, and it's just getting a little bit more. You know, passed around. Maybe, maybe it can be prevented. Who knows? But this, you know, it's going to be tried again. All right, 7:13. Let's get this one started. We got plenty to do. Matt's here. I'm here. You're there. And hopefully, we can get you involved throughout the rest of this show. We're just getting kicked off. Don't go anywhere. good.
1: I had to take the headphones on that my head's still a little ringy.
0: Hey, what's going on? Um I told everybody that uh you know you had a story to well, I don't know you don't you don't have to tell any story, but the real story is that you got six stitches. We can see it on your face. I got
1: six stitches in my eyebrow and I got a fat lip.
0: So what happened? You just you just hit
1: walking you- home, minding my own business, <laughs> and uh, this person hops out of the car and he says, Hey, "Buddy, Boom! Turn around. I'm on the ground. I see it walking away. It's Dontrell Trump. Drew Don up the West Side sign towards me. Just wow. got in his car and, and drove away. I can't believe it. Dontrell's back. Yeah, Dontrell Trump. I
0: took a faceplant. Whatever. But did you slip or did you pass out? What happened?
1: Oh. Uh, slipped. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I slipped. But in, it was in. The, in where was
0: head. it? A locker room? A yeah. bathroom? In a bathroom. Did you hit the toilet like Doc Brown? The floor. Jeez. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Everybody's glad that you're okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I must have gotten knocked out. I definitely had a concussion. Because I just woke up. I'm like, what the fuck? There's shit dripping on my face. I looked up. There's fucking blood all over the So
0: you lost consciousness then. I mean, I hit my head pretty hard. Now, when they went to go and do I the told
1: them, I said, Yeah I'm fine. Like, I it doesn't hurt. My head's fine. And I have perfect vision (laughs) and they believed me but wait a second
0: you i mean they'll sometimes no matter
1: well i told them i said look i'm not paying for anything else except for stitches i'm like i'm fine i walked in here on my own i want the stitches and that's it
0: just a concussion evaluation requires more than just you know i
1: i've been hit in the head enough times, and though I have had a concussion, I definitely had it. Probably just just the lights were hurting, sounds were were hurting. Well, then that has to be the same
0: today that just happened yesterday. No, it's better today. It's just I'm still not all. If you got concussed, then you're going to feel not all there for at least a week, yeah. at least. I remember I concussed myself on that that uh, that shelf right over there. I went to go. I, I was I picked up Piretta. This was like three or four years ago. I picked up Pirate. I oh, was like, you little and then I went to go put her down right on the, the red the red sofa thing that's right underneath there. And as I'm putting her down, flush, my head just flush. Nah. And it it was so You know what you know you got hit good when you the only thing you wanna do is like, alright, I'm gonna sit down. Like you don't even feel pain. Oh, yeah, that's I that was I didn't
1: I I didn't slip. That's what happened. I I hit my head and Then you know when you know you're gonna pass out yeah when you get hot and sweaty So I did that then so I felt like that then I sat down uh, The toilet was there. I sat down on the toilet. I said, you know what? I said if I sit here I'm gonna fall off because I'm like I know like when I can fight this off or not like and I was like all right. Let me go lay down like this. Boom. That's when I, like, must have. But then when I hit wait my second, head, did, I definitely got knocked out. Do you you
0: fight off passing out a lot?
1: Yeah, uh, sometimes, yeah, I have to. Why? Well, you remember when I told you I had the issue when I was taking the... I suggest no one take anything oh. to keep their hair. If oh. you're going to go bald, go bald. Yes. Or else you're going to end up pissing blood. Oh, <sighs> no. That and thinking about getting needles... Wait a second. Like, I'll think, I'm just on the highway. I'm thinking about, because I look down, I see my vein. I'm like, oh, one time I'm gonna have to get a needle in there. And then I think about when I had mono, they got the needle, they're going like that. And then I get dizzy while I'm driving. I'm oh, like, so oh, I can't yeah. pass out while I'm driving. So we're, we're much
0: alike in that respect.
1: I hate, I hate, I'm okay, like, I had to get a tetanus shot, but like, I'm okay with that. But you put shit into my vein, into Wait. blood, and take blood out when it's not supposed to come out, or... I don't like that. Take
0: blood out when it's not supposed to come out. When is it <laughs> supposed to come out? When you get cut. <laughs> yeah. But, but listen, wait a second. Uh, you said, um, so what were you, you, you were taking finasteride or something for your hair at one point? Yeah. So that's when like- And that um, makes you piss blood? Well, there's
1: S is something, um, so you go bald from too much testosterone. So I didn't know. I just like, okay, I won't go bald. It- that's why I remember I got really out of shape. I got like fat, starting to get man tits and all that. It's because there's estrogen in those fucking pills, bro. Are you serious? Yeah. But you're not. So going, I, you're not that's going what all. I had. I I, I am. Well, so yeah. that's like that's all the that's the that's the side effects I had. I looked up. It was that. It could have... erectile dysfunction. Thank God I didn't have that. Um, it actually improves function. I feel like I actually kind of did to be honest with you I don't know but um, yeah that and
0: that's was a side effect like blood in urine Dude that's that's messed up That's messed up So you peed blood and then you, you I would, it, dude if I saw that come out of me if I saw that come and some, out of you I, I would go down too I would like go some, down yeah, too Yeah
1: sometimes I'll pee and like you know depending on like what you drink or eat like whatever and sometimes I'll like oh no and it's I know it's it's okay but it's just like what? Like beets? Beet juice? I, I mean, the, the, what I else? I don't know. Sometimes I guess de-
0: from dehydration. Oh, well, that's just your... Stuff like that, That'll yeah. just turn a bright yellow. So, yeah, so I sound like... That shouldn't know. turn brown or, or red. Okay, let's stop. I didn't yeah. know that that's the... No, okay. other than
1: that, my be the color of, of uh, Gatorade. From B vitamins.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, which Gatorade? <laughs> Blue Frost. <laughs> mountain, Mountain Frost green rush something like that oh boy people in the chat room are talking about it but wait a second you're you're going what are you talking about you're going bald are Are there there any hair experts out there do we have any trichologists out there go down i don't know (laughs) I don't know. I mean, you sit right there, Me
1: Yeah, I feel like right there, and I'm getting like you know that. What? What's this called? The widow's peak or whatever, where it goes like
0: that. You know what? Good I'm for just, you. I'm just gonna let it go. Good for you, bro. Because honestly, you're 40. Don't you turn 40 next year? Yeah, in February. I, I, that would this hell. The fact that you got 40 good years with your hair. If you start losing a little right now, just fucking embrace yeah, it. Yeah. Or shave it like me. Man, I was in such great shape, and it ruined me. What the finasteride? Well, you can bounce back from yeah, that. Yeah, I am slowly. All you got to do is start a... I am. Yeah, steroids. <laughs> no, don't, don't go the other direction now. It's ridiculous. Don't get... <laughs> no, I, I cleaned up my act. I started doing DECA. All right, let's see. Um,
1: I would never do DECA, bro. I would just do, just do uh, like... Uh, yeah, maybe I would do Deca. That—that
0: was—that's uh, what everybody was trying to get their hands on yeah, in high school. That's the shit
1: you get, like that lumps in your
0: nipples from though. Yeah, the gyno or something like that. whatever they call it? Yeah, Gynoplasty. I just—I'll just
1: use SARMs because SARM seems to be. There's no side effects with SARMs.
0: No, dude. All you have to do is talk to Jay Gulinello. You—you uh, already know the, the drill. The drill. Uh, uh, you know the Vince Gironda drill. You're steak and eggs, man. Steak and eggs and and just a nice functional workout routine, a split, a nice split throughout the week that isn't too crazy, that that improves good functional uh, movement, so some flexibility. You should definitely get flexible a little bit more. Again, that's that's my biggest field of, of, uh, of, um, of concentration right now. I'm trying to open my hips up big time. Yeah, I got bad hips, bro. It's dude. I'm trying to. A little every day, but it's like I have to do it now because it's the we're getting to an age where you got to you have to maintain what you've worked for or else it's going to get harder and harder to attain it in the first place. But um, but seriously, just clean up your you know how to eat. You you have the the align on the NSP protein shakes and things like that. Just work out functionally.
1: Yeah, no, I'm starting to get the upper body's coming back, bro.
0: Don't the go back don't, is coming in. Don't do no SARMs shit. You don't need any of that. Trust me. Just come by for some Sunday morning workouts. We'll, we'll get all that out of the way, too. All right. Take a listen to this, Matt. A, uh, so we were, uh, a buddy of mine uh, sent me a picture today from downtown because we've been talking about all of the migrants, all of the illegal aliens, and all the protests that are oh, popping up. was downtown Porchester? No, no, no. In, 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 uh, well, hey, listen. Does it really matter at this point? This is down in, in where the, where's the screen capture? There it is. This is in Manhattan. Now this was sent to me by buddy because we've been talking specifically about all these moto, these, these motorcycles, these motocross kind of moped things that uh, Lady Gaga's, Lady Gaga's uh, father, was he's protesting about it and he got a lot of attention because of who he is. He's talking about these bikes and I, I read that I said, how could it be possible that people who just were shipped in a couple of weeks ago were given bikes? How is it possible? So I I just figured no this has to be some of the longer staying people and it can't be real. Well, I have been getting email from people who work for the New York City Department of Sanitation. I have this as well. Um, this came in from a friend of mine today. He sent this picture to me. He said Frank, I took this picture on Tuesday of the Watson Hotel, West 57th, 30 scooters lined up, guys popping wheelies in the middle of the street. At 11:30 a.m., and now I asked him. I asked this friend of mine. I said again, "How is this possible? Who is licensing these people?" I mean, you can't you can't drive these damn things in a city street without a license. You can't you can't ride. You can't. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. You just need a license for them. Yeah, they're all over D.C. too. Those bikes. But dude, so he said. Uh, there's no plates on them. There's no plates. There's nothing that identifies that they're even licensed vehicles. But he sa- uh, my, my buddy said it's like driving through a Caribbean island now. They're weaving throughout traffic all the time. They get drunk and they piss in the vestibule of his building that he helps manage. And he said, he said I'm sure it's going to get worse. They're probably going to start stuffing them into our vacancies. Wait, Yeah, that's coming to Westchester, this shit, too. Dude, this is how... The housing will continue to be centralized in this country. We already saw that MetLife, that MetLife uh, projection that 40% of single-family homes may be owned by uh, some kind of a corporate entity by 2030, which means that you know all, which means that these are all just for rent. These homes that used to be the American dream to own property, a home, in a quiet suburb, you know, living your life and enjoying it, and passing something down to your family. Uh, that's not the case. Some people pr- project forty to fifty percent of all single-family homes are going to be corporate-owned and just being rented by twenty thirty. And then, when you see this going on in these cities, this is how the apartment buildings are going to be wrestled away from their owners as well to be centralized. And then that will just become projects. What would be would ha- have one time? I think I, st- I stayed at the Watson. I wonder. A lot of these were some prestigious hotels at one point. But um, the city was prestigious itself at one point. Dude, you think that these hotels are ever going to be anything other than slums for illegal aliens from now on? Landlords are going to go off. They're going to offload these properties the first chance they get because it does not seem like anybody really, really cares about reversing this. They want to be able to pass along political blame. And they want to be able to preserve their own asses. But this seems to be part of the plan. It's not getting reversed.
1: I think it'll change. You think so? Eventually, yeah. Eventually, yeah. Someone's going to, like a Rudy Giuliani will win and clean clean it up. But eventually it'll go back to this again. When you say clean it
0: up, you mean Let's not
1: forget, before Rudy took over, when we were kids, it was probably more dangerous than it is now. Oh, yeah. You know?
0: Yes, but, the, you know, at least you were dealing with um, American citizens.
1: Right. Lot, I, was, I was just going to say, even back then, those people had more morals than, you know, the drug addicts and
0: thieves on the street now, I guess, right? It's, I don't know, well, either way, the the fact that I got a visual of this now with a whole line of uh, of motorbikes, and it's real, and there's no license plates on them, and they're just giving them to... I, you know, men who are literally ghosts to the system, ghosts, it's incredible. Now, here's another, here's something that I think was actually a a nice story. Did you hear about this one, Matt? This was a couple days ago. Take a listen to this. Hold on. Let me get us up on the side over here. Boom. Native American Guardians Association threatens uh, yeah. threatens to Bud Light, the NFL's Washington Commanders, if they don't change the name back to Redskins.
1: Yeah, I've heard of that. I mean, there's uh, a bunch of Native Americans that would show up to Redskin games, banging the drums before
0: the game. Like, they were proud. It was a football team that represented them. They say a, gr- a group called the Native American Guardians Association, NAGA, Has threatened to organize a nationwide boycott of the NFL's Washington Commanders should they not revert back to their historical team name, the Washington Redskins. In an official statement released on X, formerly known as Twitter, NAGA stated that they sent a formal letter to the Washington Commanders' ownership and key leadership formally requesting the teams to revitalize its relationship with the American Indian community and rightfully change their name back to the Redskins. In the letter, they called out the cancel culture. And you know what? In the letter's right here. We should read it. Uh, where is it? Hold on. Oh, here it is. Let's uh, open image and new... Okay, take a listen to this. The Native American uh, Naga... Has developed a promise to all Americans as a statement of principle and uh, policy. All Americans should not only be able to sign this pledge, but they should be eager to stand up for the dignity of every American that is under assault in today's increasingly nonsensical culture wars. Um, So let's see here. I want to get down to the team was renamed. Now they're talking about the Redskins. Are you undoubtedly aware the Redskins had a long and mutually beneficial relationship with the American Indian community, dating back to their founding in 1932 as the Boston Braves, when their original coach was Native American and former Carlisle Indian uh, star, Lone Star Dietz? Did you know that, Matt?
1: No, I had no clue. The I team. The NFL was like for white supremacists back then.
0: I, th- I was certain it was for white supremacy, but this this, this kind of challenges that. The team was renamed the Redskins in 1933 and successfully carried that moniker for 87 years, during which time the team won five NFL championships and three Super Bowls, 1982, 87, and 91, which your own organization previously marked incorrectly as 83, 88, and 92. Uh, during that time, it became, it became one of the most well-known and well-loved professional sports teams, except to the Dallas Cowboy fans. I know the world was avidly you know I hated I I always hated when the Cowboys play the Redskins because more often than not the Redskins weren't good but no matter how bad they were they always gave the Cowboys problems it's like we played down to them when we were good uh, we haven't been good in 17 years yeah
1: there's some rivalries where that always happens
0: Yeah, like the Yankees and the Red Sox, even though I'm not watching them this this weekend. And it's a beautiful weekend for baseball, too. And who even cares about those games? Yeah, Yankees, they suck. Pieces of Okay, let's see here. In other in the world, and it was avidly supported across the U.S. by native fan groups such as the 505 Redskins and many others. In 2015, our organization filed an amicus brief on behalf of the Redskins in support of their successful First Amendment case, which, over, which overruled the finding by the U.S. Patent Office that the name could not be registered as a trademark because it was derogatory. Our, fact, our fact-based arguments have won in both state and federal courts. The NBC Sports even headlined Redskins win trademark fight over name as Justice Department gives up. That was in 2017. In fact, we strongly disputed that conclusion, and indeed, a subsequent poll by the Washington Post released by in 2016 indicated that 90% of American Indians agreed with us. You simply cannot erase history and target the Native American community by eradicating the name Redskins while being an organization that fosters other constitutional rights, including players who don't honor the American flag and kneel during our national anthem. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. At this moment in history, we are formally requesting that the team revitalize its relationship with the American Indian community by, one, changing the name back to the Redskins, which recognizes the Americans, uh, America's original inhabitants, and, two, uh, using the team's historic name and legacy to encourage Americans to learn about, not cancel, the history of America's tribes and our role in the founding of this great nation. Nice. Let's see.
1: Yeah, they don't need white liberals to be offended
0: for them. Damn, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I like that a lot. Now, will it uh, fall on deaf ears? Yes, probably, because these people don't care about the sport. They don't care about Native Americans. They care about breaking people's souls. They 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 compare. That's it. They want to come into every household and they want to break all the good things and leave when everybody feels depressed and uh, dejected. That's all this is about. It's about steamrolling and flattening one nation and uh, building the foundation for something that they see to be uh, a better alternative. And it's not a better alternative. Now, here's the thing. The letter concluded that this oppression and and arbitrary and capricious recognition of U.S. history and constitutional rights is not acceptable. And And that this matters immensely to them because, quote, if you don't acknowledge history, we are doomed to repeat it. Naga spent years fighting efforts to rename schools and mascots that are named after Native Americans, with mixed results. They've also met with some controversy over the identity of a board member. Do you support changing? Now they asked, do you support changing? Oh, well, yeah, of course. I I want everything to go back to the way it was. The Cleveland Guardians are ridiculous too. Every time somebody says it, I want to throw up. It just sounds so stupid. And the fact that
1: yeah, what are they guarding? Nothing, obviously.
0: That. Not guarding anything. Are they really guarding all the championships they don't have? You know, out of all the bud lighting that you can do to somebody, if you actually, if you actually were able to get some people, you know, uh, to to really inspire people to act, uh, this is an NFL team could be a, a very easy, I believe, an easy arm to twist, because they only have eight home games a year. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. uh, that. It, it, if if nobody went to just those eight games in Washington at a protest, oh, 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 things would turn around fast. It's only eight games. In baseball, it's a little hard to put that pressure on there because, you know, you have 162 games, over 80 at home, but NFL, if they actually had the groundswell of support for a protest like that, I'd, I'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I think we'd all be surprised with what they could accomplish. Yeah. In certain
1: states, I think it would work. Definitely not in Washington, D.C., though. No. You're in the uh, 33% of the country lives there, and they're mostly all libs.
0: Yes, but you think about you, 33% of the not country. Not in D.C.,
1: but in that, that this whole metro area. Dude, people drive to, to uh to watch Redskin giant games back and forth all the time.
0: Yeah, but what was did, did they ever poll? Did they ever ever poll the average Redskin fan, an average football fan, about the the name change? I I never saw anything like that. I have to go digging digging around if there was ever a poll that actually did a thorough and pretty reputable survey of Redskin fans, because regardless of what the demographics are politically in the city. I mean, the only people who really need to take action are the people who go to the games, who actually follow the team, and don't just pretend, in order to uh, to do something like this, change a name. I gotta look out for that. All right, let's see here. Now, Matt, last night we did a we had a great show. We had two guests on from West Virginia and their names were Shane and Melody and they have this YouTube channel called Real Appalachia where they they uh drive through these these small little towns many of them are becoming ghost towns and I think I might have
1: actually just stumbled onto his channel actually he'll interview people in the town or he just like will take video. I think I might have.
0: There's video inside out of cars. There's just a lot of things that really focus in on local culture and history and really really wonderful time I had speaking with them and uh, one thing that we spoke about and I asked them about was regional dialect and mountain talk and all this other stuff and I wanted to ask them what kind of phrases are that you would say is very um connected to this area that you'd only hear people around here kind of saying where we are no down there in oh, what, in, he- in the uh, in the, the that Appalachian region and and he they gave us some stuff well since then I've gotten a couple of emails from people. From not just that that West Virginia area, we got some over here. You got to listen to them. They have their own mountain talk that they wanted to to send in. I think I think you're gonna like a few of these.
1: Well, that's funny because I was watching something. It might even be this guy's video, but um, yeah, that whole like dialect up there, that mountain dialect specifically from like West Virginia or wherever, it's its own. They spoke like their own language. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I don't remember what the fuck I was going to say. My fucking head's fucking opened up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh anyway, um anyway, th- there is a the here's here's what they're saying. I know exactly what you were saying. You were actually making a good point.
1: Like um oh, yeah, that's it. That um that back there, or wherever the hell it was, like it was these Irish people, and like they weren't, uh, they inter, inter whatever with the the black people that were there, so the language became like an Irish. Accent mixed with like that black, uh, you know, cre- not Creole or whatever, and that's what that mountain language is that they
0: speak. It's, it's funny, yeah. I, I brought that up last night. That it's not even just about how you, you let anybody hang out together. You're going to create your own slang. You're going to create your own stuff, whatever. And uh, and you almost have to learn a, a new kind of dialect when you go into a, a region that's really vastly different from your own. But um, but so many of this stuff is not even just about. How language evolves in a certain place—it has a lot of very discernible tie-ins to other places. And I know in that Appalachia region, I was doing a little bit of research too. A lot of Scotch Irish yeah, yeah, is—it yeah. it, it survived because a lot of a lot of people who uh, you know, in uh, they speak like Gaelic and stuff like that—they they pick out some words that have become almost—I don't know morphed a little bit and assimilated uh, assimilated into nomenclature and whatever. Anyway, listen to this. This is from Luke. Luke said, Frank, I just got around to last night's show and I have some Appalachia sayings that we uh, always called old man sayings from my grandpa that grew up in Kentucky and then Missouri and eventually Iowa. Listen to this. Oh, this one I've heard before. Sweating like a whore in church. Yeah, I've heard that. I like that. I always like that one. Yeah, like You know, you, you think like, oh, I gotta get out of here. Um, it's hotter than two rats fucking in a wool sock. That's gotta be some southern thing. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's really... It's hotter than disturbing. two rats trying to fucking wool sock, boy. Uh, you drive people. Oh, hold on, hold on. You drive like old people. Oh, you drive like. You old- drive like old people. Fuck, boy. <laughs> yep, yeah. I've been trying to avoid the F's. Uh, let's see here. I'm busier than one. I'm busier than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. Oh, I've heard that. I've heard that that was so. my
1: dad. Like we would say, we'd say something like, "Hey, you have about a much chance of doing that as a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest." Yeah, dad yeah, One of his sayings was, uh, "Oh, you full of shit like a Christmas goose." That's what he would say. That was one of my dad's things. You're full of the shit. The Christmas, like Christmas goose is full goose. of shit. I, I don't know. You, you got to like, take the full shit full out
0: first, obviously. When you when you gut it. I, I'm busy Okay, boy. Well, I'm happier than a two peckered billy goat. Going somewhere? Said, all right. We're off like a pom- uh, we're off like a prom dress. Off like a prom dress. Oh God forbid. Now, let's see here. Another one. Nervous as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Yeah, I heard that long-tailed cat, yeah. I'm so hungry I could eat the north end of a southbound pole cat.
1: Oh, see that? My dad has his own things. He's like, uh, he would tell someone, he's like, yeah, you smell like the south end of a northbound horse. Yeah, that was one of his sayings, and uh, what the hell? He had a bunch of sayings. He'd be like, you know what the Vietnamese say, sin loi, pal. Like When we say we have and we want something, it'd be like tough luck, I guess. That means like tough shit in Vietnamese. Yeah. From the Vietnam War. He's like, then he would go, well, they didn't say
0: pal, but they said sin loi. Let's see. I'm going to put the, the, the lines open. 914 269 Here's another one. This is from Vanessa. It says, Frank, I'm a transplant from Ohio to Kentucky, but my husband was born and raised in central Kentucky. Not quite Appalachia, but nonetheless, loads of colorful language has spilled from his mouth. Here's a few for your entertainment. Uh, a toad strangler is another way of saying heavy rain. It's a toad strangler out there. Uh, shite poke, a.k.a. a uh, sand crane or a blue heron. First time I heard him say that, uh, he had to explain it to me several times. Shite poke. Okay, that's a blue heron. Uh, hickernut, a hickernut, a.k.a. hickory nut tree. That's a hickernut right there. Hanging, hanging in there like a hare and a biscuit. Happy as a clam, I've heard that. Naked as the eyes of a clown. Naked as the eyes of a clown. I guess that's the only thing that you can't put uh, makeup on.
1: Right? Mm, yeah.
0: Naked as the eyes of a clown. That's, that's, that's good. Uh, green as a sapling. Busier than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. I got that one there. Uh, when redneck men, good old boys or hillbillies, don't really know what's wrong with their truck, then, quote, it must be the linkage. Don't ask because I still can't figure that one out. It must be the linkage. Linkage. It must be. My favorite, because he says it so much, is I reckon. Oh, my dad always
1: says that. It's a country thing. I reckon over yonder. Usually said in
0: exasperated agreement accompanied by a sigh. I do declare. I'm bankrupt. I do (laughs) declare. I I didn't say it. I declared it. I didn't say it. I declared it. Oh my gosh! So I think some
1: of my other dads' things. He had a bunch from up in the country. Well, we know kind
0: of we like know that first of all, for, uh, for upstate New York, customs and traditions are very very distinct. If, if, oh, I think a lot of sud- southerners would actually f- fit in very nicely. Country up there, up there yeah. They Dude, de- my cousin Todd up there. It sounds like Stone Cold Steve Austin when he talks. They. Uh, I think was, aside from all of the snow. Some of the like deep south, you don't get the snow that upstate New York does. But, for example, there's a lot of things that you learn about. We were talking about cuisine yesterday, mm-hmm. the cuisine of Appalachia. Well, we know, for example, Matt, that New, uh, northern upstate New Yorkers, they eat caramel with every meal. They like their caramel. They have to go into town every day they, to get some more caramel. They, it runs out quite easily. So, you know, when the, when the caramel coffers are dry, that's that's a... That's terrible for a northern New Yorker. Anyway, okay. Let's take some calls. 914-200-0269. The first one up on the super chats is Stickman. It says, Hello, Frank and Matt. My dad used to call uh, someone who farted out loud uh, Whistle Britches. Whistle Britches. That's it. Whistle Britches. Another note, my boss calls me. My boss calls me Gigger on payday. I had to say that very carefully. That's just Is that racist. wrong? That sounds It's almost as bad oh, as riggers. Did you see how they... They said that it was a it was masked. They were he was masking. Yeah, the N-word? yeah, I know. I mean, wait a second, because they and of course they let Al need, Sharpton. I'd
1: never ever want to see someone ever digging a hole, more than one person digging a hole at the same time, or else they'd be called the diggers, and we don't want that. Uh,
0: they let Al Sharpton loose on this on MSNBC. They could not let it go. Oh, they,
1: they can never contain it,
0: contain l- him anyway. Listen, listen to this what's going on here press play play to language I mean
2: this woman to call look a look how black his eyes are call a judge's chambers talking about uh, to a slave using all uh, a mm. word that
0: rhymes with the- mm. who said anything about a slave how, how many words rhyme with that, though? Well, I well like, wait, he's getting seriously? there. He's getting there with this right now.
2: N-word. Donald Trump himself, their leader, using the term rigors, which uh, clearly yep. ra- rhymes with the N-word.
0: I mean, this is... Which clearly rhymes with the N-word?
1: They're so desperate.
0: They're so desperate. I mean, listen, when I say that they're stupid, like, I, I look at this guy right here. And obviously, when he was younger and a little little bit more sharp, it's not that he was any more of an honest man. He was just a little bit more cunning. But now I look at this guy, and I'm like, this is such a, seriously, broken. Like, this is, we're all, you know, biocomputers. We learn things, we adapt, we adjust, we upgrade our thoughts, we upgrade, whatever. We're looking at a broken model here. And the fact that this, this base language, that's all it is. This is basic computer language for someone like Al Sharpton. And whoever the hell he's talking to, it's MSNBC, it might be Joy, what is it, a oh, Morning Joe. Okay, so he's probably talking to Mika Brzezinski. Mmm, preach. And, and the murderer. And the, uh, and the strangler. He's always been a piece of shit, Alex Jones. That's why he almost got
1: beat up on... Uh, Alex the, Jones. The, uh, Alex Jones. Joe Scarborough. No. Uh, what's his Al name? Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton. You were right, bro? Yeah. That's why I almost got beat up on the Dick Cavett show one time.
0: Listen, but let's just listen to a little bit more of this. Because it's it's really fascinating to watch the programming. I mean, it's just, like I said, we're watching a broken robot.
2: Not exactly. Ten years ago, or uh, thirty years ago, when we marched against him on the Central Park Fire, uh, I'm talking about he. And within the last 24 hours, used the term riggers. Is this the kind of party the
0: Republicans want to riggers? What are you talking? About? But what does that mean? The last couple of what does that mean? He's uh, is, it, that didn't even have anything to do with the black DA in any state. He's talking of, that was another uh, election. Was he saying that black people rigged the election? Is that what he's trying to say, Al Sharpton? That black people rigged the election in 2020 cuz he was talking about the election. He wasn't even talking about the indictment. It's it, it's just incredible. It's incredible because they're just so broken. Broken people. Oh. Anyway, let's take a uh, let's take a call. 816 you're on the air. Who's this? It's Rhonda. Hey, what's going on? Oh not much. You ever heard the one,
3: uh useless as tits on a bore?
0: <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yes, that's a that's a good one. I like that.
3: Uh, we know a few of those, don't we?
0: Oh yeah, T- tits on tits on a bull. That's that's always my favorite. How about it's colder in witch's witch's tits outside? You I was that just one? trying to
3: think of that right before I called. I knew it had something to do with the witch's tit, but I couldn't think
0: what. You know why is it <laughs> why is it that tit, that's it. Uh, why is it that the witch the witch's tit is so cold? I I've always thought about that. It may, it, it's she's maybe, heartless. Maybe perhaps there's just something so horrific about a cold a cold breast. You know?
3: Yeah. Nothing I'd want to experience.
0: Exactly. So that's, maybe that's why it fits a witch. <laughs> so. But
3: yeah, thank you for reminding me of that.
0: Well, thank you, uh, for, thank you for calling in. I was,
3: huh? Thank you. A uh, man called a couple of days ago, and he was talking about how Biden said we're laser-focused on, you know, on Hawaii and all that. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of hard. People think, oh, oh, you're just stretching it. But remember the guy you had on that was talking about the Beatles? Yes. Paul's eye yes. and how he he came out and said, yeah, it's my left one. What do you call that? Didn't he call that something like master speak or something like that?
0: Well, what I was thinking is whether or not that was, it's it, it it's either uh, it's either just confirming a, one thing or another and just letting it slip. It could be Freudian or it could just be a time that you let your guard down. But um, I, I wondered whether or not, just to play devil's advocate, that um was that was that Paul just knowing the conspiracies about the one eye and the Billy Shears thing and just kind of throwing it out there now if you apply that to the whole Biden thing, obviously an interesting choice of words because we know that so much of these of these um of these fires are 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 arson that they're that's glazed over to be able to to use it for one way or another, but also the lasers that we saw paint at least one island out there in that uh, that chain of islands a couple of months ago. And it's just, I don't know, it, it, when people start asking questions, they don't get sufficient answers. Suddenly, when somebody like that says something like this, it's almost like your ears perk up.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like, we're going to throw it in your face because the other people, they ain't paying attention. You know, we can fluff it off to a joke or like you said, just like you said, well, he got his words twisted. Well, it was a... It was a coincidence. Well, but uh, of course Paul, or the Paul that uh, the later Paul, he would have to be in on the conspiracy, wouldn't he? Because he wasn't Paul.
0: Who? Wh- which one again? You're talking about the Beatles. Oh, oh yes, yes. Right. Well, uh, I mean, well, I mean the old. Now before I forget, I want to
3: throw one thing at you about the laser.
0: Okay, go ahead.
3: Uh, do, you, do you remember in the first Gulf War? And that was, like, the shortest war they call it. It was, like, a 100-day war. Um, but uh, do you remember the Highway of Death? Uh,
0: I, I will. I, I don't remember it. I re- read about it, and I, I, I know the reference, but I was only, like, six years old during the war, so. did we yeah. the well, shit I was out of I was
3: about ready to get shipped over, and, you know, thank heavens it, it ended, and I didn't have to kill no innocent people. But uh, th- there was a thing called the Highway of Death. I, ha- I haven't looked it up. But I remember seeing pictures of it back then. And it was where people was trying to escape, you know, the city's cars and stuff. And by golly, them cars looked just like kind of what's over there in Maui. But uh, and they was talking. There was, you know, word on the street, you know, laser testing lasers and the death ray and Tesla's death ray and all that. Uh, and then they said it was a short war because... I don't know Operation Blue Beam. Maybe that's testing out where they had Alec appear in the sky and you know tell them to lay down their weapons and surrender. I don't know if that's true. That was the rumor back then.
0: It was the rumor you know, back then uh, among among your your uh, your fellow soldiers. You said you're you're uh, you said you were military at the time. Yeah. Okay. So that was a rumor among people who were in service at the time, or that was just you know in the rumor mill around the around the, the yeah the country. Just
3: things I heard, okay. you know, and, and you know, when you're in the military, you're kind of sequestered, you know, you kind of get spoon-fed, you know, you're pigeonholed. Uh, I didn't know near as much as I know now when I was in the military, you know. You get uh, CNN, you know, if you're stationed anywhere, pretty much. And, uh, you know, you know what they tell you, that's it. Well, I... But, but yeah, that, that was what okay. was on the, you know, the street back then, you know, civilian and and military, just well, it was going you, around. You
0: never, you never know. You never know. I because it, it, as far as rumors goes, those have never, never ceased. I I thank you for the call. They've never ceased, and depending on who you're following for information on the on the the Hawaii thing, it's it's either obvious. It's either ob, I don't know. It, there's just so many things that look so compelling, and then you always look into those who are prone. You know, someone like Jim Lee jim lee comes on here all the time and we talk about spying we talk about world war three we talk about the the realities of, of the technocrats and global control and terraforming and geoengineering. i mean that that's something that he you know he's he's one of those leading voices on the internet for and uh, especially in alternative media him dane wigginton people like that so uh you know he's not outside uh, he's not one of those people who, who who don't who don't think that the world is made up of conspiracies but sometimes even people like him look at this and say this is a this is a a sandwich of really bad things that happen you can never totally discount the fact that uh the weather all over the place is not really natural anymore it's mostly because of what's going on uh by man outside of turning on your car but by the spraying everything else so there's a lot of things they take into context or, or the, into consideration. On top of the fact that everybody in, in certain states, in real positions of, you know, especially emergency preparedness, very, very incompetent. So what happens when you have all these ideologues, incompetence, um, terrorism, arson? I mean, that's just... It could all be part of it. So... um, but the, the Gulf War thing about testing DEWs is pretty interesting. Did they get them to surrender with voice-to-skull technology or testing blue beam? I don't think so. I think that you're really outmatched in that war. And, of course, the reasons for the war itself are nonsense as well. So, all right, let's take another call. Matt, You were, well, you were only a year older than me, so... I remember it. I remember, the, I remember all of the, the trees wrapped in, in yellow ribbon. I remember the coverage. I remember
1: writing a letter to whoever was over there. And, uh, what was it? In computer class, actually. They made us write a letter, start a pen pal thing with a, a soldier. So you were that. given
0: a, a, a particular soldier?
1: Yeah, I don't remember his name or anything, but I remember I
0: wrote him a letter and he wrote me one back. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It was probably your principal writing back. Like it was probably the teachers. <laughs> the teachers were probably they probably weren't actually real soldiers. They probably just wrote back to you to make you feel great. All right, let's go uh, take a call six one six. You're on the air. Who's this?
2: Hey, this is Rich. I just wanted to say uh, one of my dad's favorite saying is when I we had a hard time with them is you know what they say in Russia? Tough shynisky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I see i like I like stuff like that and,
2: and and besides that with this whole you know rigor thing, it's like when I grew up you know we're we're probably not too far from the same age, but we had wiggers
0: where where was the call out for that i know I know, I know that's just uh that 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 was it, you know, and it's uh and, and a lot of a lot of black people around here used wigger. To to just you know tell white people to back off of you know with, with white uh, hey, hey, with don't, rap. don't be
1: a wigger mug
0: yeah so it's just we, we got that a lot in high school but like you said yeah that went away and not because it was it was shamed out of people it just you know we just move on from things. Uh, I don't no, know. But I think but Eminem kind of that.
4: Rigors. It's like, come on, dude. You're kind of reaching
0: a little further out there than... Oh, yeah, yeah. They, well, you, like Henry, listen, it's one of those things. Reach, that's all they have right now. Thank you for the call. They hear somebody say rigor, and you have nothing else to talk about. What are you going to talk about, Maui? They don't want to talk about Maui. <laughs> they got they got Donald Trump. They've got this, and my, right to the very end very end with his racism it's ridiculous it's very funny all right 758 we're gonna take a really quick break when we come back more of your calls and uh, matt i know that you have you've you found this but we are going to be jumping into the <laughs> that ai generated trump history that's, twitter account
1: don't mislead people it's not AI it's real
0: generated. i know i know it's real but we have to show them that the history that's been lost and will continue to be lost unless we talk about it don't go anywhere we'll be right back
4: It's intermission time, folks. Time out to press the like button. Thank you.
1: Welcome to Intermission. We'll, We'll be right back.
2: Quite frankly. Quite frankly.
5: Quite frankly. Quite
6: frankly. Quite frankly. Quite
5: frankly.
4: Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite
3: frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly.
2: Quite frankly. 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 Quite frankly.
3: Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite
2: frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite
0: Quite frankly. Quite frankly. Quite
5: frankly. How dare
0: you? I got a I got a a text message over here from Susan Olson. And Susan said, uh, "To hell with, uh, to hell with white virtue signalers. Go Redskins. Yes, I, uh, I think I bought my mother bought me a Redskins hat when this was annou- announced because she thought I would probably want something to. I want, I want a Redskins, an old school Redskins shirt. I always just loved them that maroon color. I thought it was just such a good maroon color like that, and with the hat just." The, the, with the face right there. I love the maroon and the and the, the yellow. I think it's a good those are great team colors even though it wasn't my team. I always liked it. Susan also said, the witch's tit is her mouth. If her mouth is cold, it's because she's not a very good caregiver. Uh, or then no, now no, she says, not mouth, mouse. See that? She still has that cute Cindy Brady lisp. She never lost it. How cute. She uh, she said the okay so let me read that again correctly then she said let's the witch's tit is her mouse if her mouse is cold it's because she's not a very good caregiver it's colder than a witch's tit Where, where's the mouse come from i don't i don't get this i think
1: it, the old english word for mouse was tit is that it? Yeah,
0: multiple mouse
1: mice were called titties.
0: Susan, do you wanna call do you wanna call in at some point and, and um and explain what you're talking about here? Where does the mouse come in? I just wanna know. Uh, all right, let's go into the super chats. Tom Ford says, Matt, don't do SARMs. They're not worth it. Just hop on just hop on the some some M E N T. Some ment. Some mint. What's that? I don't know. Juice? I don't know if I've never heard of it. Mint? Ment? M E N T. I don't know what that means i do TRT bro <laughs> <laughs> don't replace it jacket Katie Sky says I would dump the person if they kept being gross or if they completely let themselves go and refused to get it together for me but I'm a cold hearted biatch saying we have uh, the saying we have in the south is happier than a pig in shit oh we do that up here too uh, I'm such a lady you rule thank you Katie yeah, I, I'm surprised that Katie's the first person who has said anything about whether or not the farting is acceptable. Do you dump or you continue dating? Call in on that, ladies and gentlemen, please. Nine one four two, or or do you guys live in happy bliss that both of you are farters? That it's just like a, it's like a contest that you have just very disgustingly.
1: It's a stinky bedroom. St- yeah, it's
0: just like oh, oh, those two. You, you don't want to go around those two. No. When they invite you to a dinner party, don't go. See, you don't want to be that couple. Because then you're really just going to have yourselves for the rest of your life. Um, Let's see. Stickman says, hello, Matt and Frank. My dad used to... Oh, that's it. We already already did that one. Thank you, Stickman. Uh, Dan Schumann says, so Frank, do you want to go Bigfoot hunting? We have lots of opportunities in Western NC, Appalachia. Dan, first of all, thank you for the immensely generous gift to the show. But I would love to go big, Bigfoot hunting. I think I would, be, I would much rather do that than do what Matt and Anthony and Mike and Tony and Phil and all you guys did when you were investigating haunted insane asylums and, 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 uh, and hospitals, Letchworth, all that stuff. Man, I don't know. I, I skipped out on all those nights.
1: Yeah, it was supposed to go uh, last Saturday with Tony, but I don't know. Where to the same place? Nah, somewhere else.
0: Anyway, let's take a call. Okay, first one up six one six. You're on the air. Hey Frank, it's Casey. Hey Casey, what's up?
6: Oh, nothing. I'm calling in on your fart
0: question. Okay, okay. I'm I'm bracing myself. Go ahead.
6: Okay. So, what I did in the instance where I was just newly dating someone and then he fell asleep and farted the most god-awful, god-awful rotten fart ever after falling asleep. I wasn't asleep yet. I married him. And then, the kicker is, he woke up right then and he goes, did you fart, babe? And I'm like, no, you did. You were asleep. He let me go on for like years before he admitted he knew he was the one that farted He <laughs> you let don't... me go on for years thinking that he he really had fallen asleep and didn't know
0: but you, th- that and, is forgivable though casey obviously because he's, he's unconscious he's unconscious so yeah,
6: oh it was absolutely forgivable to me then he woke up and he was like did you fart and i'm like no because i'm horrified because we just started dating and i'm smelling what just happened right and i'm horrified And then he like wakes up and smells what just happened and knew it was him the whole time. But was like, oh, was it you? I'm like, no.
0: He he just, he need, listen, he needed to secure the future first. (laughs) His own fart woke him up. Oh, yeah. Apparently. It's possible. Because I
6: definitely didn't
1: move. (laughs) That's a
0: loud fart. Well, listen, it's not, it's not even just the sound. It's the. You know these things vibrate. Oh, the, the, oh. Yeah, the cheeks vibrating. There's that. I mean, well, listen, if people I can. I don't know.
6: It was silent. It was silent. The deadly all day. Oh. So it had to have been the stench itself that woke him up out of his own sleep, and mm. then he wanted to blame it on me. <laughs> Let me believe for years that it was me the whole time, and I'm like, no, dude, I did not do that. I swear to God. And all that is holy, it wasn't me.
0: <laughs> well, Kay- Casey, thank you so much. But there is no, uh, while everybody is awake, there is no, uh, you know, tormenting another person with their flatulence, though.
6: <sighs> I played the fifth.
0: Oh, we're no. married nine years. Okay. Well, so well, well, you know, we'll just leave it at that. As long as it's a mutual, uh, a, a mutual gassing, then fine. Oh. All right. Anyway, thanks all for right, thanks, thanks for Frank. the call. <laughs> We got it. We almost got through the entire thing. It's all right. Like I said, as long as it's mutual. This guy on the New York Post article, he's getting into a living situation with this girl. After four months, he's realizing this is just disgusting to me. And uh, after requests to moderate your behavior, for that to be like, no. Which I think is gross. Listen, I understand uh, farts happen. I understand it's part of life. Just like I understand men and women both have hair under their arms. It's another thing to like, you know, you know, you know the uh, the the stinky feminists that love seeing the uh, the carpet under their arms and they don't put on um, they don't put on a, a deodorant and they they go on and on about how they embrace their stink because it's like it's natural and all that shit and it's all just confrontational. That's the thing. I know farts happen. Don't be confrontational about it. Yeah, don't be a walking fart. Fart, fart blue machine. hair and sh- sh- uh,
1: fucking weird-shaped eyebrows. Just You know what? Just get the, get get out. Yeah, just get
0: the fuck out of the fucking way, all right? Yeah, Take your stinky ass with you. The fucking way. Do you know what? I hate you. Revolution. <laughs> Revolution. Rev says, everyone likes to say, the Simpsons, the Simpson. But after the other night's segment about the pig-to-human kidney transplant, I'm thinking South Park got Al Gore's man-bear pig right. They're trying to manifest man-bear pig. Ask Matt for a top ten list to kill man-bear pig.
1: man pig.
0: You talking about swamp pig? No, man. We were reading in the Wall Street Journal the other night that there's been some kind of a medical <sighs> breakthrough where a person who was in dire need of a kidney transplant took on a slightly genetically modified pig uh kidney and has since has since had it working at least adequately enough it's been it's been doing the thing the, the thing for at least a month now that the rejection meant well however they modify this pig kidney um they've got kidney function now through this pig kidney and you know it's we're just talking about this this human animal chimera kind of weird cybernetic God knows what has already been achieved in those deep bunkers underground the kind of nightmares that exist two miles under the surface of the earth God knows only God knows okay let's see here Uh, yes I am Laura says dumper my mom used to be very gassy and farted all the time when I was a kid I hated it oh God (laughs) Oh wow, the mom. The mom, listen. Well, you know what? Once everybody gets older, you have to understand that that stuff just comes out. Um, and if you have ever, if you ever spend a lot of time in a gym, you've heard farting before. Anybody, listen. You go into a situation where you are exerting every once in a while, and you think it's going to be the big squats or the big, the big presses that you're going to do, or you have to put a lot into it. Um, but those are the ones that you actually tighten your asshole up and you keep it in the best You know when you're when you're, you're really just Repping out there and you got you, yeah, those are the ones that you actually control better. I
1: don't know. Mo- I saw a video of Some dude blow his o-ring out trying to squat
0: His O, oh, you what do you mean you saw him his blow- <laughs> Oh, you mean the sh- he he crapped himself no it can't his He what? blew out his o-ring was he naked when he was doing no, the squat? It's then how do you? Because it's
1: all blood and what have you, and yeah, is well. I've seen people
0: fell out. I've seen people throw up. I've seen people piss themselves. Um, but I mean, I I've I, almost thrown up. It's it's very easy to throw up during a workout, very easy. You get that adrenaline dump, you know, it's right early in the morning, w- whatever the hell it is, the conditions are, it's, it's hot, you're not hydrated. Oh, man, I had a couple of close calls. I never actually threw up, though. Thank gosh. All right, here we go. Uh, what's going on, William? You there? Hey, Frank, what's up, man? Hey, man, welcome to the show. Go ahead.
4: How you doing? I'm doing uh, all right. I just wanted to tell you that I used to work with this guy, and uh, every day at lunch, he'd be like, I'm so hungry I can eat the acid of a skunk.
5: Oh,
0: yeah. Well, hey, yeah. I get that you must be hungry then.
4: Yeah, he must have been.
0: <laughs> oh, and, and where are you from?
4: Uh, I'm from Jersey. Actually, uh, I had my son call in about the intermission, I don't know, about two years ago. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, so I'm just hanging out out in the back smoking a cigar with the fire pit on, and, uh, you know, between you and Matt, and, uh, you know. Chalk
1: it up. Wow. Do you live near Tony Soprano? Uh,
4: no. Actually, funny about that, um, my mom used to go to a chiropractor who lived in the house he grew up in.
0: <laughs> wow. who? James Gandolfini? Yeah. Or, 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 yeah,
4: James okay. Gandolfini. Yeah, yeah. He grew up in the house that my mom's chiropractor went to.
0: Wow. That's incredible. And here we are. We're hanging out with you right now, Will. Around your fire, you got a what kind of a cigar are you smoking tonight?
4: I'm smoking uh, uh, an AJ Fernandez Last Call uh, Maduro.
0: I was gonna ask if it's I I usually I, I have a, you know I had a Maduro um, last weekend. I I went and I got a couple of I got a couple of um, acid Cuba Cubas. It's from the it's I think it's a Drew Estate. It's a Drew Estate yeah. cigar, but even the Maduro's over there—they they, they're very sweet. After after having a lot more milder cigars in the last couple of years, to have the acids again, they're very sweet. And even the Maduros, which are a little bit a little bit stronger than than most, it, it, the the sweetness and the dip just really canceled it out. But um, anyway, it sounds like you're having a wonderful night, and I'm I'm glad that we're spending it with you.
4: Thanks a lot, brother. Yeah, I appreciate you taking my call.
0: All right, later. See you later. Be good. That sounds good right now. Backyard fire pit, cigar, and listening to talk radio. All right. Hey Matt, take a look at this. This is from Tr- now. This Twitter account is called Trump History 45. Trump underscore History 45, documenting the history of the 45th president of the United States. Everything that the media doesn't tell you. So let's just start off real quick. Let me get some. Uh, let me get some nice. Uh, let's see what do we have here. Just a little groove going. Here we go. All right. So what do we have? Oh, all right. Now, first one up, Matt. Did you know that Donald Trump gave Tom Brady his very first football? In 1981, there's Donald Trump. He's meeting Tom Brady, and he, he put the spark <laughs> of inspiration into him. So that's that's the first one. These are things that are just you're going to want to remember these. Number, next one up. Donald Trump. This is him building the very first Apple computer in his parents' garage in 1975. Incredibly yeah, innovative mind. That's
1: where Barron gets his, uh, you know, whatever he's good at
0: from. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, you know it's good. So that's 1975 just toiling away in the garage. Um, here he is. Uh, Even more impressive, the electrical engineering professor, Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. poses for a photograph with his apprentice, Nikola Tesla. (laughs) His apprentice? His apprentice, (laughs) Nikola Tesla. His apprentice. (laughs) Professor Trump introduced Tesla to the ideas of alternating current power systems (laughs) and radio communication. That's it. And we know that uh, that Tesla's alternating current power system is what won out against Thomas Edison's direct current yeah. at the 1893 World's Fair.
1: Yeah, Thomas Edison, he didn't contribute anything to the world. He stole it all from Tesla because he's a piece of shit.
0: And Tesla learned it from Trump, so Edison stole it from Trump. You, th- you see how this works? I
1: hope that guy wasn't living in Edison, New Jersey, because isn't that uh, named after Thomas Edison, Edison, New
0: Jersey? and you, you know the whole town is shit.
1: Yeah, if that's where the that previous caller lives, if he's in Edison, New Jersey, he needs to move out of Edison.
0: Right. Now, here the media often fails to mention Donald Trump's time as a Greek philosopher. <laughs> he, would, he would often attract... He, he became a complete different race. <laughs> Look at him, he's holding court. Uh, he would often attract crowds eager to hear his insights on border security, freedom, <laughs> and the, and the art of deal making. Look, <laughs> well, okay, rapt attention, just rapt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here's another one. The uh, the media often fails to mention Donald Trump's contribution to hip hop music. In the photograph below, <laughs> Donald Trump and 50 Cent work on the album "Get Rich or Die Trying" in 2002. <laughs> yeah, but
1: there's actually that one's actually true because you know Donald Trump's been mentioned in like so many rap songs. It's true, he's on on Method Man's fucking on a skit on Method Man's album. Wu Tang used to love him. All these rappers used to love him.
0: Isn't it obvious what happened? Here we go. The media often fails to mention Donald Trump's contribution to the design and construction of the first transcontinental railroad (laughs) in 1867. The Trump transcontinental railroad accelerated development in American West and shortened the cross-country journey from months to under a week. There he is. There he is. Hands on. Hands on. Always there with the common man working the jobs so he knows, knows what's good. Uh, here's another one, little-known thing. Donald Trump, a picture of Donald Trump as he begins the California Gold Rush. <laughs> he was the first man. He was the first man in the state to find gold on January 24th, 1848. Look at him. He's just he's just willing to be wherever history needed him to be. <laughs> Here I am, stoic, doing what I have to do, finding gold. Ah, uh, the media often fails for, uh, to mention the time that Donald Trump and Johnny Cash toured together. The the duo were mutually huge fans of each other, and eventually went on to create three albums. What is your favorite Trump Cash song? There, there they are. I don't know what stadium this is at, but it's they look dashing together, yeah, don't they? They do. I have a couple more here. First one of the couple left. Donald Trump. This is a uh, this is colorized, of course. This is from 1798. Donald Trump gives a piano lesson to his musical apprentice Ludwig von Beethoven. <laughs> his musical apprentice. So there you go, from Beethoven to te- to Tesla. I love how they got the color in. All right, next one. Donald Trump teaches Aunt Jemima how to make pancake pancake mix in 1888. There they are. There they are. Creating the instant pancake mix, which, I should say, was another one of those things that was introduced to a mass population for the first time at the 1893 World Fair. So, thank you. Thank you, because that is, uh, I think everybody has enjoyed an Aunt Jemima pancake at least at one point in their lives and here's Donald Trump is behind it all and again Donald Trump teaches a young Tony Hawk how to skateboard in 1973 this is another thing that happened just tremendous tremendous I love it someone found a picture of him sitting down in a chair <laughs> I don't think they even needed that, Matt. This is all, this is all from people putting prompts into AI and art just, generators. That's how good... You said how beautiful these pictures they were. Are. They are. They are good. I mean, they're funny. But, I mean, just think about it. This is the stuff that you could only... At one point, you can think about in your mind and you can laugh to yourself. And now, if you know how to, how to speak to these machines... You can create works of art that bring the most fantastical fictional worlds to life instantly. Do you think Trump has seen any of these? I don't know. I mean, he probably saw some of the AI that was generated about his his escaping arrest in New York and stuff like that. (laughs) He had to have seen that stuff because it was, uh, but this is just, this is what I wanted to do with, I I still want to do with the entire merch section on on quite TV that whole that whole that whole all the merch has got to be just nuked and um, just trying to find ways to trying to find you know people who know already how to work this stuff I want to I want to learn myself I would love to be able to create things that way well I'd I'd fiddle with a uh, you know a chat GPT kind of a thing if it's going to generate art that I think would be funny to see or interesting or whatever the hell else I would fiddle with that but I don't know the first thing about it. Anyway. Okay, let's take some calls. 914-200-0269. 740, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey,
2: this is, uh, I go by Jalen
0: Wennings. No, what's going on, Jalen? It's good to have you on the uh, show for the first time.
2: Um, well, I've been, I've called in before under my real
0: name. Oh, okay. Well, I, I only, I know your, uh, I know the screen name, though, so go go right ahead.
2: Awesome. Uh, two quick
0: things. Uh, a, if uh, Matt is a cat, I'm still
1: a Franciscan, baby. There you go. Well, yeah, no worries. I, I'm, I'm not a cat. Tim Timmy, Tim well, Albarino is. Timmy is.
0: <laughs> Tim Albarino? Whatever I got to do. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so Jalen is staying a Franciscan regardless of what your actual regardless species is. Regardless of what my species is? Yes. Okay, so that's good. There's loyalty there. What else you got for well, us, Jalen? I fell. Oh. Well, oh. I fell. I fell. That's right. I, I would have landed. Fart. I would have landed.
1: I wouldn't have fell. If I'm a cat, I wouldn't have got this cut on
0: my head. This is true.
1: all fours.
0: This is true. I've never seen a cat uh, take a spill like this and have to get stitches. I've never. Uh, this goes, honestly, Matt, that goes really good in your favor. All right. Anyway, Jalen, you had something else. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, I got a real quick fart story.
0: Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know.
2: On a blind date about I don't know ten years wait, ago. Wait, 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 Jalen,
0: can you get closer to get closer to the receiver please? You're very low.
2: Oh uh, yeah. Is that better?
0: A little bit better. Go ahead.
2: Okay. I was on a blind date about 10, 15 years ago. And uh took this girl, we went to a Mexican restaurant. She was like really out of my league, right? And uh went to a Mexican restaurant and then we went to uh McDonald's movie or something.
0: I'm sorry, Jalen. I'm losing you. I'm losing you. You went to a Mexican restaurant, then it's blah, 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 blah.
2: Oh, then we went to a Matthew McConaughey movie.
0: Which Matthew and, McConaughey uh, movie? Uh,
2: Failure to Launch.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's old. That's yeah, a long time so, uh, ago.
2: Yeah, it was, it was a while Maybe even 20 years ago. I
0: don't know. Okay, go ahead.
2: But uh, like I said, she was, she was really out of my league, right? But I really impressed her on this date. Okay. I, I, I hit all my marks. I was doing really good. Sorry, my dog's barking in the background. But I did really good on this date, so she gives me the number afterwards, co-worker. So, and uh, we're planning the second date, right? She gives me the number and gives me a big hug. And just then, I rip out this fart that is so long and loud. I swear to God, it changed pitch four times.
0: <laughs> she, she, you. So you rip this very long dramatic fart as she is hugging you at the beginning of your second date
2: no this was at the end of the first date
0: oh Oh, and she had just given you her number
2: yeah and and, And, okay uh, so no second date
0: (laughs) did she even pick up or did she tell you that's why there was no second date or was she just being was she just being nice giving you her number but uh you know what what do you think it was you think it was definitely the fart
2: i was definitely the fart it was bad okay because it was like number exchange. Like, you know, call me tomorrow. You know. Okay.
0: Well, Jalen, uh, I'm, I'm. I hope.
5: I hope I, I hope.
0: I hope you bounce back, my friend. And thank you for the call. That's. Uh, I hope you bounce back after that. Sometimes that can be traumatizing, especially if you're with somebody that's out of your league, and you you think you really uh, you hit a home run. But uh, let's see. I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't know. Let's take another call, shall we? Four one two. You're on the air with Matt and Frank.
3: Hi, on the mountain talk, Yes. My husband would would go out in the field in Appalachia as a um, uh, natural gas business. Anyway, he came home this one time, and any time I asked him to do anything, he'd say, "Gold, dude, all makes my ass hard," and that means got to do it all makes my ass tired and apparently every time some somebody would have to do something who was out in the field he would say go do it all makes my ass tired so anyway
0: okay i well i would i think i might have been if he said that in front of me i think i might have been able to make sense of makes my ass tired i think i think um but i would not have the, the, he would have lost me the first half, no doubt about it.
6: Anyway, he wouldn't stop for like a week. Anytime
3: I say, "Hey, do you want to? Could you do this?" He he he'd say it because he just thought it was so
0: funny. Okay. Anyway, well, uh, I love the call. So Take care. Thank you so Take much. Care. All Bye. the best to you. I like these calls about the uh about the farting and also about the mountain talk. That's been a great addition to the week. Let's go to Rumble Rants. We have a few of them there. NJSF says masks are good cover for planned unrest. Summer of mm-hmm. twenty twenty, anyone? Yeah. Oh, there's more. And I have I have saved for Monday. We'll do a little bit of this and that on Monday. Um Brooks Agnew will be on, so it'll be a little bit of a science show too, but he can talk about society and all that. So we'll have a good time there. Uh, Let's see. D.D. Royden says, the woman with gas digestive distress should get tested for allergies for at least eliminate diary. Gas X might have saved the relationship. I'd be mortified if I were her. No, see, it doesn't sound like she's got a problem. It sounds because, you know, obviously, if you're gassy a lot, farting is not uncommon, but you shouldn't be farting a lot. That's you know, There's something going on with your diet. There's something going on internally. You should not be producing this kind of gas emission. So that is not in itself something. But, you know, some people, they just have a diet that is prone to inflammation. They like foods that make them gassy. Girls' farts smell worse than
1: guys' farts. You know that? Yeah, well... They, it, they have more, more methane. Really? Yeah, something just, like that.
0: Something... Because of the chromosomes. Yeah, that's why. Because of the chromosomes, right? Anyway, it it, it doesn't sound like she has a problem. This was framed as, listen, this is just who I am. This is what I let, when I have to fart, I let them rip. And it's just a part, it's just about etiquette. We're talking about a lack of etiquette here, not someone who has an issue. Although, if you do have a lot of gas, then you, you should really start evaluating that. You should. Uh, but she does not seem mortified. She's wondering why her her roommate is not celebrating this nastiness. NJSF says there are new there are news out today already of Adams wanting to convert office space to housing. It's going to become permanent. This is what's going on in places like Ireland, smaller towns in Ireland. The U.K. at large has been completely turned upside down from migrants from North Africa and the Middle East and all that stuff. Like one shipment of them because you're talking about small towns where the influx of a couple hundred people changes the demographic of the entire town. And, uh, and, and all the tourism is gone because all of the hotels are being used to house migrants who are just it's – their, it's, it's their country now. That's it. They have legal – Protection. They have media protection. They have all the food and water, everything they can need. And it's, it's serious. Now, this is just the way that it's playing out in a major metropolitan area like New York City. But we've seen how this is happening to smaller towns in smaller countries in, in Europe easily. Tony the Joe says relative humidity equals perspiration between West Virginian lumb- lovers. The perspiration between West Virginia lovers. Uh, love from Tony the Wop and Catherine. Thank you so much, Tony. Hope you're well. And JSF again says, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson are the OG race extortionists. Mm-hmm. Jay Semos says, Poor Matt. Alex Jones, Al Al Sharpton, he's a trooper. Great work. Great show. Cheers. They think that you're just, you're like putting up with a, uh, a major concussion and be sitting here tonight.
1: No, I just fucking said Alex Jones accidentally that's all I know that's all yeah it happens sometimes
0: Tony the Joe again says I'm originally from Knoxville Tennessee so y'all come down I'm not only a wop, I'm a hillbilly hear yeah, that
1: they're there man there's a lot of them down in uh, Louisiana too
0: Uh, Cody117 says, since it's Friday, I want everyone to go into the weekend with some good news. Not sure if you saw the article, but an IRS agent got domed by another agent in training exercise. Well, yes, there was a death in the IRS. What were they they
1: training how to? shoot someone in the head i think so
0: i don't you know how the irs are heavily armed yeah now they are yeah they're a paramilitary why, why wouldn't they be
1: they only deal with taxes and it's an stuff army like that
0: yeah not only are their numbers are getting swollen but they they own billions of rounds of ammunition it's incredible well there's some kind of a training accident and someone got shot dead and yeah just um,
1: just imagine the accidents that are going to happen when they start going house to house for whatever the fuck it is they're supposed to do
0: now i don't i don't know I don't know, but it's, it's, it's disconcerting in itself to hear that IRS agents, that, that glorified federal accountants, are, are training with weapons. For what? For what? Because the biggest criminals in the country are definitely not getting uh, pressured. I just saw that Hunter Biden's tax misdemeanors were just, uh, were just dismissed in Delaware the, uh, a couple of hours ago or whatever.
1: Know, I don't know. They say they want to tax the rich and go after the rich. And let me tell you something. The rich people aren't the ones you got to be afraid of if you're going after them, right? Like, it ain't some millionaire. You come after them for taxes. They're not going to fucking feel... They're going to be able to afford to pay whatever the fuck it is. You know, their back's not going to be up against the wall.
0: Cave Toad says, I once held the door open for a guy following me into a liquor store with a bad limp and a cane. He scowled at me as he walked through and proceeded to loudly crop dust me for my effort. Oh. Oh, Man, why would you scowl and crop dust somebody that held open the door for you? That doesn't sound very nice. Not gentlemanly at all. On uh, Foxhole, I want to get this out of the way so that we do not lose any time here. Then we're going to go on a quick break and then take more of your calls. It's been a fun Friday night for that. Porpoiseful. Thank you so much, Porpoiseful. Paulie says, oh, thank God for you, Frank. I'm sick of the narrative on all the other channels. Well, you know, it's... uh People are in inclined to talk about what's going on out there and we can keep up with the Joneses and we can keep up with all of the current events and know exactly where we are while maintaining our sanity and actually enriching ourselves with things that we're going to need to carry into the future, the stories that are forgotten, the places we might be able to want to visit one day. Uh, you know what we got to do again soon? We got to do six degrees of separation again. All these things that we're talking about lately with local lore and local history and how these really incredible historical events have happened in places that you don't even know their names, but, you know, the locals keep the history. I wonder, again, since it's been about a year or two since we did Six Degrees of Separation, how many awesome people, the newer members and maybe even the older members of this audience who haven't partaken in the past, how many people out there are connected to really incredible figures from history? through one degree or another whether you've been you're, you know that that's what I want to know because I remember the last time we did this we learned that people in this audience were related to um, famous pirates to politicians to ballerinas to my, you know all my types my girlfriend's sister her
1: ex-boyfriend was a descendant of uh, the Swamp Fox uh, what's his
0: name Ma- F- Marion F- uh Marion uh, something marion La, it, that's not lafayette it was the other one uh oh marion the, his last
1: name was marion yeah but i want to know the,
0: the full name yeah he was a descendant of that guy the swamp fox let's see francis marion of course francis marion Known as the Swamp Fox, an American military officer, planter, and politician who served during the French and Indian War and the Revolutionary War. So there you have it, the Swamp Fox. Caused a lot of problems in those swamps. Back to Foxhole again. Thank you, Cave Toad. Friday, frankly, and the friends. What more can anyone ask for? Hiya, Matt, and thanks, Frank. Sure. Thank you. He sent the fleet. Thank you. Uh, cave to it again. Farts happen. And the fire, the journalist that wrote that, uh, and fire the journalist that wrote that and agree. A couple of years makes a difference. I, I don't know. I, well, listen, if it's out there and you're reporting on it, this is what the news is now. New York Post, they write about crap like that all the time. But uh, they do happen. I understand. Sean Joe, thank you. Robert Sarnes, thank you. Dragonfly27 says, dude, you got concussed. Fun fact, every time you're put under anesthesia, it is equivalent to being concussed. Did you know that? No, I've never been under that. I've never been under Are you taking it easy this week at all? This weekend? Oh, well, I went to work. Okay. I took it easy, though. All right. Boys Blanc, thank you. River Pike, thank you. Brys Attire says, come on, Trump. It's pronounced Riggas. Not cool, not cool, man.
1: Yeah, he I used know. the hard R.
0: Yeah, he, the hard R. You can't go there. Then you, then people know that you're serious. Can't go there. That's that's really bad. Rise attire says Frank, if you want new merch, we got you, dude. Well, we can talk. I wanted, I want uh, AI. We can talk about that. We'll see what happens. We're uh, picking through some things and doing some redesigns, and we'll see. Uh, sean Blan uh, Blanche, thank you so much, River Pike Matt, I just set up a live trap to catch whatever is eating my tomatoes. What could it be
1: Oh I don't know. I would have to see the tomato that got ate. I would have to see what it looks like, but
0: uh, River Pike could send be in a, a uh, send in a picture of the bite marks on the tomatoes. I'll send it to Matt and he will evaluate it. You also have to say what region of the country you're from because it might be different local uh Fauna Than what we're dealing with over here Could be a fisher cat I doubt it Could be a uh, squirrel Squirrel well, ate a lot of my. Probably is a squirrel Squirrel ate a lot of my Tomatoes last year Before they got red Didn't I touch them this squirrels. year Squirrels Yeah I hate squirrels Alright let's go Let's go for a really quick break When we come back We're ending it all with you <laughs> and We're ending it all It's funny It's not funny We'll be right back
3: this mask do that?
2: Well, if you can get the idea
5: of what doing eight setups a second would do for your stomach, you have an idea of what Rejuvenique would do for your face. It actually sends an impulse up to the zones in the mask and actually activates the face and skin to exercise, tighten, and tone. During a facial toning session,
6: the system delivers a mild impulse generated by a tiny 9-volt battery from the control unit these impulses are directed to the specially designed gold-plated facial cushions of the patented facial mask and actually activate the face and skin to exercise tighten and tone through each of the 12 facial zones these impulses start in the forehead facial zone and about every 20 seconds automatically move one zone at a time through each of the 12 facial zones
4: in the basement since it happened five days now i think he's having some kind of a mental situation you know an episode or something all
6: right hey you better do
4: something i don't want to be known as the brother-in-law of the town nut job i got enough problems already oh shit i got water all over myself
0: Matt, Matt, would you ever buy one of those masks that, that stimulate your face? I
1: already have one. You do? Yeah. I shock my face every night.
0: That's how I go to sleep.
1: I have my bed wired, so it shocks me while I'm laying in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, does that, what, what do you get out of that?
1: I like it. Hmm. It gives me Powers?
0: Powers. I want some I want powers that sounds like a lot of fun to have powers all right let's take a little bit oh Stostube says TGIF good evening gents great to see you Frank and Matt good weekend yes yes it'll be a productive weekend it really will and um I'm I'm looking forward to it I'm also looking forward to hanging out with a lot of a lot of you people for the the Sunday afternoon live stream that we do every Sunday for monthly subscribers it's all unlisted it's very very cozy. There's no, there's no format or anything. We just talk, talk about what we're having for dinner that day, what's on our minds. BSing. Aurora usually comes running in and jumps up and down and talks and hams it up. She's a little ham. Oh, we uh, met Aurora and I. We filmed her first podcast the other day. Really? I was downstairs. I had to work. I had to work at the, my, my basement desk the other day because they were now the construction moved down into the kitchen I I was in and all that stuff and I said I'm just gonna go down to the the basement for a little bit so I was down there and after a little while uh, Aurora and and Lauren came down to visit and Aurora came over with that little smile she wanted to jump into my lap because she sees she said I want to talk into the microphone (laughs) so I brought the microphone over and I just uh, I just started recording it And she's looking into the camera and all that and so I said, all right, it's episode one of the Aurora show. What do you want to talk about? First thing she said was sharks. <laughs> and I said, okay, what, what should we know about sharks? And then she said, shark teeth. <laughs> and, and I said, well, what do sharks eat? And she goes, people. And I said, well, what else do they eat? Do they eat fish? She goes, yeah. I said, do they eat cottage cheese? She goes, yeah. So said, they do? So, I've got... It's like a six-minute... It's a six-minute episode because she just wanted to keep talking. So, I have that saved. Maybe one day I'll... One day when she's older, I'll air it. I got to start making these little side... Side episodes with her where she is the host. So... That's it. The Aurora Show, Episode (laughs) 1. 2023. Let's see. Alright, let's take a call from... I see everybody in the chat rooms. I'm going to just dip into the, the general chat in a couple of seconds just to see how everybody's doing. Uh, 253, you're on the air. Who's this?
3: Uh, this is Cindy.
0: Hey, what's going on, Cindy?
3: <laughs> We're just sitting here watching Frank and Matt.
0: Oh, well, well you're, you're talking to Frank and Matt. It's me.
3: Hi. Hi Frank, Hi. you do sound different on the phone.
0: I know, I know, so, and, and I didn't have the heart. I didn't have the heart to mess with you tonight, because other otherwise I would have I would have uh, put you on hold and and uh, come back to you after a little bit of waiting music.
3: Oh well, thank you. Yeah,
0: I didn't have the heart tonight, but go <laughs> well, ahead.
3: <laughs> well, because we absolutely love Matt's laugh, um, I've got really a terrible story, but it's pretty funny. Okay. So. I was single with a nine-year-old daughter, and a nice gentleman asked me out, and he brought along his son, who was about 14 years old. And we went out for a lovely dinner, and it was the first time I'd ever had a lobster. And um, then we went to, we were going to go to the Seattle Center to see the lazarium, to see the show. Anyway, um, so the fellow I was on the date with, kind of, you know how you can go under somebody's legs and scoop them up, and you're giving them a piggyback ride? Yeah. Okay. Well, he did that to my daughter, and so his son decided to do it to me. Oh, no. And so, of course, we're both <laughs> bouncing along, and it was all fun and games, and I had diarrhea down the kid's back.
0: <laughs> oh! It was your dot. Di- you had. Wait wait, wait, he had diarrhea down your back or you diarrheaed on him.
3: I diarrheaed on his son's back. Oh no. Yeah, I'm allergic to lobster come to find it. Oh no. <laughs> this is incredible. Isn't that the
0: word? <laughs> yeah. Well wow, that is almost and this is the first time you're meeting them.
3: Well, no, actually, I had dated him before.
0: Okay, because I was going to say...
3: It it wasn't a first, and we did date after that.
0: Okay. It was pretty horrific. Now, listen, (laughs) because I was going to say, this was incredible how, how, you know, you guys got uh, so chummy that early into the first date, you know, your daughter, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because... All, all of a sudden you're on this guy's son's back and like it's like you know that that's a little bit fast for a first date isn't it just for the whole the whole family <laughs> Yeah no we had dated for a while Okay uh. so okay so I have to ask was... I have to ask now um you jump onto his back you're bouncing along and all of a sudden you realize that this the, the lobster was not what you should have eaten and you have evacuated now all over this poor boy Uh what happened Did did he have to clean? Did Did did, he throw up? Did I mean? Is it just on you, or did it get on? It get on him? Uh, Who called attention to? Oh yeah,
3: it was. Oh no, it was. (laughs) I was wearing white pants.
0: Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) This is bad. This is very bad.
3: Yes, we had to clean up and get in his car and go home. We didn't get to watch the show.
0: Now, when you were riding on his back, did you start feeling like cramps or something? Oh,
3: absolutely! And I told him, "Put me down. This is not going to end well. Put me down."
0: <laughs> oh man! Okay. And he
3: thought it was funny.
0: Okay, so after, so when you when you realize, so you're on the, your, you realize, okay, it just came out, and now you're obviously your heart is in your shoes. So what do you say? What do you say? What do you say from there? What happened?
3: Well, quite frankly, I was laughing. Okay. Quite frankly.
0: <laughs> now, when when you pointed out, everybody realized. Okay, you can see the white pants. It's it's very visible. What what did the kid do when he realized it's on his back?
3: Oh, he he was screaming in disgust. <laughs> he was
0: disgusted. He's <laughs> screaming in disgust.
3: <laughs> it's... Yeah, he was. he was. Running around screaming and just...
0: <laughs> okay, now, now here, here's the other question. Because you said you had to get in the old white dog, get in the car, you all had to go home. How did you guys clean up? What did you do? And how did... I mean, how did we, you... went,
3: we went to the public restroom, and he went to the men's room, and I went to the ladies' room and cleaned up the best we could, and thank goodness...
0: But you can't um, wear those pants. Car... You can't wear those pants. It's...
3: I'm, I I I did. His car had leather.
0: So you so. Had, oh my god. So you what did you do? You took you, you're in the public restroom. Did you lock the door? Take your pants off, wash them the best you could in the sink, and then put them back on.
3: <laughs> Pretty much.
0: See, I've I've. Uh, I've
3: Wrap my jacket around my waist.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> now the only thing the, uh, listen the only thing that would make this worse is if it was a true first date but this it's bad enough oh. as I it is I, it can't get much worse than this.
3: <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's
0: terrible bad. That so
3: bad.
2: so
0: you didn't end up you didn't end up but, marrying this guy or nothing like that you just became friends what happened
3: now do I
0: did you guys get married Oh, we haven't, oh, no Oh, fuck, okay.
3: no
2: Oh,
0: that's oh. my husband Oh, okay <laughs> All right, I was going to say Is this, 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 this the husband right next to you? Okay, well, good, good You, you Leave that sh- leave that shitty story with that other guy then Good
6: <laughs> Yes, sir <laughs> well, Anyway, my- we love you guys
3: well, And I hope Matt's feeling better soon
0: Oh, Matt I am, I am, thank you I think that, I think oh, that really good. perked him up That perked yeah. him up right there Well, we love you guys, too. Thank
3: you. That was for you, Matt. Thank you. I don't know why I thought you'd appreciate it, but I did.
0: That's a pretty crazy story. (laughs) That's it. I love it. Shit (laughs) on the kid's back.
3: (laughs)
2: Okay. All the best to both of you.
0: Yes, have a great weekend.
2: You too. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you. That's wonderful. (laughs) That one is going to live on. Did you ever shit in public? Uh, Yes. Okay, here's a couple times. I'll tell you about a it. <laughs> <times>. <laughs> Wait, a Wait a second. It's <laughs> not. It's times. not as bad as you think. It's not as bad as you think. I've had to abandon a pair of underwear once or twice. Uh, once was at the YMCA. Oh yeah, I think you thought
1: so I know that. Uh, one.
0: this more this particular morning. This was years ago. This particular morning, um, I didn't have time to really eat any bre- breakfast. I said, you know what, I'm going to get to to work. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have myself a uh, my protein shake. So that's something that's ex- I I like that. It's clean enough for me. Protein shake, but the only other thing I had on top of that was I took my fish oil. So I had protein shake oh. and my fish oil. Yeah, I don't know why I combined the two. I didn't like put it into the shake, but before I left, I took a spoonful of the fish oil or whatever it was. And um by the time I was at the place, you know, I'm I'm actually training a client. Training a client in the back area, or whatever the hell it was, <laughs> and they're they're in like a plank or something like that, and I'm feeling I'm just starting to feel like oh man this, this whatever maybe it's just a fart, maybe it's just a fart, and uh you know there's the, the little sharding little sharding yeah happened. that's
1: your first mistake and when you have to question it it's
0: not just a fart I know and that's why I, I, I said, I, I, so I I stopped it's crazy I I put them I forgot how what I did because I had to walk away from them. I had to get down to the the, the the bathroom, which was down this long hallway. Like, oh, i, I got to take this. I, I said something to the degree of, okay, uh, uh, two-minute play. I, I don't know what I did because we were not done with our session. So I had to I, – I forget what, how I got away from them. I said, I'll, I'll be right back. I have to go to the bathroom, uh, whatever, do, you know, do a two-minute plank and some jump. I, I forgot what the hell I did. I had to get out. Went down to the bathroom, and I assessed the uh, the damage. I said, "Oh, I'm not cleaning. I have to throw this out right here." So I went commando the rest of the day, and I just I just threw out the, um out the the thing, and I waited to hear if there's any news from people complaining about some kind of a
1: <laughs>
0: disturbance <laughs> coming disturbance.
1: from some
0: kind of a yeah some kind of and offensive odor. <laughs> 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 and then there was one other time. and I was in a. This was like I might have been in eighth grade, eighth grade or ninth grade. And I was at the park. We we got drawn to the park. We it was a summertime, and we were up there because there, we heard music. We're like, oh, there's a band at the park. Let's sort of just go all walk up there. <laughs> so it was like me and a couple of the guys were walking up to the park, and, uh, and all of a sudden, just like you know, like this this urge to. To have to go number two. Comes, they're you know, like, you know, all right, well, you guys, I gotta, I gotta walk back. I gotta walk back, and uh, and and this thing, man, something got pinched off.
1: Something got pin- something got pinched it off. Fucking loafed in his pants. Well, it
0: wasn't. A, it was. It wasn't a loaf. But I'll tell you, it was one of those things where. I felt something break loose, and it. I actually was able to shake it down my
1: my leg. That happened to me with some not me, but I was with some customers. An older lady, and uh, like you know, I heard I heard her fart. I didn't think she's like an old
0: lady, and then like she, I see a little turd roll down her pant (laughs) leg. Dude, that was like it had to be 1999. But the other time, the other time, that was just a listen these. you you tell me something somebody that hasn't had an incident like this and i'll show you a liar i'll i'll tell you what i've never
1: like i know like all right, oh, and I, I, had, I can't i'm not going to fart right now this and that but yeah i've never like had to uh i've never had to i never got to the point where it's like i just got to the toilet you know what i mean like and i'm always able to like honestly like get I'm, out f- yeah, yeah like either have you Old, ever had, I'm
0: suffering. Have you ever had gastroenteritis? Is that just like
1: gas, like just bad no, gas? No, or? It's it,
0: they call it they call it traveler's flu. It's it's really... Uh, when you get it really bad, you have diarrhea at one end and you're throwing up out the other. But I had gastroenteritis. It was just the diarrhea. I and let me tell you something. I don't think I have. When you have things like that going on, uh, you seriously don't have control of yourself. You have to just... <laughs> you have no control, man. I mean, it, it just... It's inc- It's incredible. It's incredible the things that can go wrong.
1: There's actually a funny story about what, what's it called? Gastro- what, this, what did
0: this show turn into?
1: Gastroenterologist in Diego and a jacket. What? He, what's that? Gastro, what you just called it when you throw up? And Gastroenteritis. You, so the story of that and Diego, he had a white jacket. He let a girl wear it at a, a party on that house on Leicester Street. You know, the house that always had the parties. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, and she got sick, and she started shitting and throwing up or whatever, and it got onto his jacket. She gave it back to him. I guess she didn't know it was there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the story. He cleaned it off, and he sold it to some, it to some guy. Like, uh, yeah, that's a, I don't know, it just made me think of that.
0: I think I remember that. I, I, have, I wasn't there for it. But, you know, those are the kinds of stories that used to live on in this town. Yeah. I can't imagine that happens with people anymore. Well, I don't think kids' party,
1: like I did not for nothing. I never went to any of those parties. I never liked big crowds like that. When like when we were in high school, that's probably why we never really met each other. Like you know what I mean? Like you knew Diego, you knew Mike to that, you know. Yeah. I never really that was never my thing. I was more of a loner. I didn't want to be with big groups of people partying this and that. I just you know
0: yeah, parties like that. I don't think they happen anymore.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: I really don't. Um, I, 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 I mean, I, I'm sure that we'll see people going to the. Oh, wait a second. It's August 18th. Did the carnival already happen? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Yeah. That used to be unmissable. That used to be the nucleus of the <laughs> whole town. It's not the Corpus Christi Carnival anymore. That's why. I know.
1: It's the. Uh, it's some, no, uh, it's it's really called something else now.
0: It's a it's a it's a, li, a Hispanic name. Something like that, yeah. That used to be like the. It used to be a gravity well. Yeah. The whole town. The in pizza August. Fruit. Yeah. Over the course of three days, that was a, that was a wonderful. The raffles and. It was good. It really was. Now it's, it's crazy that August just comes and goes, and that yeah. is
1: yeah. The last of the fairs are coming around. They're having the one over uh, in Washington County this week, and I think uh, we missed the ones one. at St.
0: Rocks. We missed St. Rocks. I wanted
1: to go to that one, yeah, and now my girlfriend's away for like two weeks, so I don't. I'm probably gonna miss the Washington County Fair, and then they have another fair, uh, I think in October. Action when we go up to the cabin on the way back there's a fair
0: oh well we're always down for fairs a lot of farm animals there for aurora to see yeah aurora loves seeing shit like that now <clears throat> uh, let's take she one she saw an owl let's take one more call hey uh, 917 you are on the air who's this
5: hey frank it's uh it's brett um it's <laughs> Saturday morning
0: in the Philippines. I was going to say, I, I saw a Philippines, a Philippines country code. So my
1: niece and nephew are over there right now visiting their father in Manila. Wow, where are you near Manila? Oh,
5: I, I'm about an hour uh, south of it in uh, Tagaytay, which is up by the Tal volcano. Wow, it's probably not the wisest decision in the world.
0: To so, so you have you have that in the volcano. You have in the you have that in the, that oh, in the background. Sorry. That's you have this volcano? That whole island. This volcano is in the background of everyday life for you out there?
5: Yeah, about a mile and a half, two miles away. It towers? It's, actually, it's, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, and we moved up here because Manila is very, very hot and humid. And this is about seventeen, eighteen hundred 1,800 feet up. So it's much cooler.
0: So how did you get out there? How how did you get that out there in in the Philippines? Because it sounds like you were born in America. You you have perfect accent.
5: Yeah, I'm a Central California guy, Central Valley of California. You know, I just I met a girl over here, and uh, you know we're we're married, and I live. I've been over here for.
0: Good enough. Five years now. That's more than more so. more than a good enough excuse. You know, I, I gotta say, uh, the Philippines, Costa Rica, a couple of other places is uh, one of those one of those places that um, that often gets brought up to if you had to leave the United States altogether, where would you go? And I keep hearing things like, about Panama and the Philippines wow. and places like that. I'll, I'll tell you this: the Philippine, the Filipinos, they love Americans. So I don't
1: know how they feel about yeah, us in Panama, uh, but in Philippines, they love it, us.
5: It's, it's very friendly people here. And, you know, you've got the whole thing, and even my kids were like, oh, you're going over there. It's not safe and stuff. I'd rather walk through the, the slums of, uh, you know, downtown Manila, you know, and stuff like that instead of going to Fresno, California.
0: Mm. Hey well, let me ask you this. And I'm, if you take let's say uh, the average let's say just a, an everyday American takes a sixty thousand uh, dollar salary that 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 travels well, that they don't have to be in one place. they can they can do their work wherever. Let's say they take a sixty thousand dollar middle of the road salary to um, to the Philippines. What does that kind of money uh, do for you as far as buying power with the exchange rates out there?
5: Well, let me put it like this. This is part of the reason for coming over here. Not to mention the fact that getting a, a proper visa for somebody. And then my wife has a bachelor's degree, and you know she, she actually works in the States all night long, a real estate company, uh, a cleaning service, and she actually works some somebody else in Dubai. Um, but it costs a fortune, and you may not even get it. So we're like, let's just go over there. I was paying $1,100 a month rent for a two-bedroom, one-bath house in Lamor, California, and I've got a little three-bedroom, one-bath here for 250 bucks a month. Wow! <laughs> and I, I make about I make about half of the sixty thousand because I was married and had kids and divorced and.
0: Uh, I mean, just that's you so you, it just you it makes you wonder like if uh, you, know, you think about some of the money that people make on the internet just because they 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 do things that are digital They're in they're in either graphic design or they are content creators on YouTube gamers anybody who has makes obscene amounts of money and can do it anywhere like especially those gamers that make millions of dollars a year and all they're really doing is plugging into their consoles or their pcs and they're going live i can i can you imagine what you would do for yourself if you took that kind of money into a place like the philippines and you're only paying three hundred dollars a month that's just like you're you're becoming you're becoming it's
5: two it's 250 a month rent here i think the electricity is probably about a hundred dollars
0: that's nothing uh, Compared to everything we got, else we
5: got we do have fiber internet, and uh you know, but the wife's one of the companies she works for that pays for that water's about uh, ten dollars Now everything has gone up as far as inflation has hit here
0: thanks as a lot, Joe Biden, Biden. Stuff, yeah, I know. It's all Joe yeah. Biden. Well, listen, I, you know, I, I, I appreciate. No, you. no, I
5: wanted to. I, the, the reason I called is because I wanted to drag the conversation back to crepitation.
0: Okay. If I could. Real quick, real quick, because we have to end. Um, it's already past nine.
5: Okay. So look up a guy. He's an old comedian. Way back when Gene Tracy, he did a crepitation contest, and it just folds right into the whole farting thing. It's really, it's done like the, uh, like the old the uh, drama radio things, and. It's hilarious. Just check it out. Gene Tracy is an old, like, trucker comedian from back in the late 60s, early
0: 70s. Crepitation refers to a grating or crackling Party. sound of sensation produced. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm, I, I want because it's the first time I heard it used like that. So, you know what? Send me, uh, send me an email, if you can, with the name, okay. the name of the person because then I can go and I can, I can put it into my searches and maybe I can drop some of that into the weekend programming.
5: Okay, I'll do it. Uh, I'll get right on it, Frank. Hey, good talking to you. It's great talking to you. My morning show here every morning.
0: I I love to know that because it's that's just as nice as a night, night nighttime show there too. So um, I I appreciate this call and thank you for answering all of our off topic questions. Okay. All, right. all ahead, right, Frank. Have a good one. Thank you. That's incredible. I'll tell you, I hear a lot about the Philippines. As far as social stability and, um, and values and, uh, I, and, and, of course, the economic yeah. situation. Yeah. They love Americans because of, uh, what's his name? He
1: said, I will return, and he came back. Uh, MacArthur.
0: Mm-hmm. Crepitation refers to a grating or crackling sound or sensation produced by the rubbing of parts of one against each other, such as in the fractured ends of bone or in the tissues affected with gas uh, with gas gangrene. Aww. It can also refer to crunching sensation felt in certain, a certain medical procedures or abdominal sounds heard over the lungs. Or abnormal sounds, I'm sorry, heard over the lungs. So I guess like when they're, they're trying to listen to you for, for pneumonia. So I guess that's another way of saying you can make farting sounds with like, you know.
1: I've seen, I know who he's talking about. I've seen that. I've seen those videos. Does I he fart with his with. underarm? Uh I think that I've seen it they do either with well, yeah they make it
0: with like <laughs> like that. I used to I used to be, able, used to to be able to do this that. and I used to be able to actually fart under my arm. But th- th- I stopped being able to fart under my arm when you grew up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just I just it's just stopped. All right, that's it. Friday night is in the books, and I think we did a lot, and we had some fun times. Uh, Forkham Dano says, Sir Frank, you have a quite good show. Thank you, Forcom. Thank you so much. Alan Wrench says, always entertaining. Got to support the independents. Thank you, Alan. Zoso Dude says, has Matt ever had to remove a bear?
1: No, but... One of the other companies I was with, we actually got a call for what was supposed to be a black bear in some woods somewhere, and we went to go look for it. And it wasn't there? It wasn't there. I wasn't afraid. I wasn't afraid. Even if I saw I wasn't going to be afraid. I'll never be afraid of an animal except a shark. That's it? Be yeah, dude. If you see a bear and you just fucking charge it or scream at it, it's not going to want anything to do with you. Simple as that, bro. Okay. Any animal that's a predator, you charge that shit. It's gonna, it's gonna run away from you. You just scream. You make yourself look really big. It's like I'm fucking with that. I'm not gonna get hurt for no reason. They preserve themselves before anything, bro. They're not gonna fucking.
0: That's what I hear about bears. You just got. I, I see a lot of videos of people saving their dogs from bears, and they just.
1: I walk up scream. to a bear. I'll slap it right in the face. If we ever come across one, I'll do it, just to show you, not to be afraid of them.
0: Okay. All right, well, maybe maybe if we go to the Adirondacks in October and one crawls up through the backyard... I'll you slap can go the shit out of it. ...for everybody. You yeah. Should, we'll all stand on the back porch looking down at you as you walk up to the bear and slap it in the face. It's going to
1: be so confused.
0: It's like, what the fuck is this thing walking up to me? You walk around right, nice,
1: calm, confident, not scared, because they know if you're scared, and you're, the thing will fucking turn around and, and walk away.
0: All right. We're going to see. Uh, if this happens, this, don't worry. I will videotape it because it will either be the greatest thing you ever see or we'll see Matt die. Uh, I'll never die. <laughs> you know, you go between, I'll never die, nothing can kill me, to... I'd be surprised if I make it a forty.
1: <laughs> yeah, I only got a few months left, but that's all right, because in how many days? 18. You, know, any, any, you know what you you uh in
0: six days Trump will be reinstated. Well on the twenty third, right? On the twenty third. Right. So he's be reinstated. Then again, you told us years ago, I'm not bro, I'm not making it to thirty five. I So you you keep out out outdoing the yourself. The Lord wills it. The Lord wills it. God is Lord. Strumboss says, "What a great Friday night! I'm laughing so hard." Thanks, Frank, Matt, and Foxhole Fam. C J M 61, thank you, Doug, Simmy. You guys are, have been really great. I'm gonna release the scratching over there. Wonderfully, just a wonderful night, all all around. And I believe the weekend roundup starts on Quite Frankly TV in just a second. Let me make sure I missed. Oh, I got the, another rumble rant from. Uh, Their hoods, Therodes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Says here, here, <laughs> uh, here. You, Frank. Let me know if you received that video I sent. Please, what, what video? Uh, is it under that same name? I'll have to sh- check later on. All right, thank you guys and gals for everything. It'll be uh, another wonderful week starting on Monday. Matt, I hope you have a wonderful weekend and that you feel even better than you did today. Thank you, Francis. All right, good night, everybody. Bye-bye. I'll catch you on the flip side. quite frankly, is filmed before a live studio audience. And now our super chatters, starting with Rumble Randers, NJSF, D.D. D. Rorden, NJSF again, Tony the Joe, J. Semo, and J S F, Tony the Joe, Cody117, Cave Toad, and the last one of the evening was uh, Therodee's I think so. Thank you, soup, Thank you, Yes, I am Laura. Thank you, Tom Ford, Katie Sky, Stickman, Dan Schumann, Revolution, and all of our wonderful gold pillars. Until Monday, you can hang out on QuiteFrankly.tv with the rest of us in that chat room and just chill. See you there.